Hi, Pat. Hi, Mike. You're a parent. Yeah, I am. And so are you, right? I am. I am a parent. We're both fathers. <laughs> you questioned me yeah. on that. Yeah. Well, I think that means that it's probably a good time that we have a movie chat about the movie Parenthood. Right. You're talking about the 1989 Ron Howard? Yes. Nice. Yes. Yep. So, all right, stay tuned. Stay Parenthood. Tuned. Parenthood. Movie chat with Mike and Pat. Where you are. This summer, Ron Howard brings us a portrait of the American family. Steve Martin. Gil, it's your camera. I think you should be. I think I know how to do it. Put film the camera, Gil. <laughs> Here we go. All right, we've got 15 seconds. Okay. Hey, hurry up. Oh, great job, Gil. Tom Hulse. Rick Moranis. One, two, three. Cheese. Lee Phoenix. Martha Plimpton. What did he say? Cheese. I might, I might have said it for 20. One more time. Two, three, cheese. Quick, cheese. Keanu Reeves. Jason Robards. <laughs> Mary Steenburgen and Diane Weist. Come on, one big happy family. In a comedy about a job that takes patience, togetherness, and most of all, perfect timing. Parenthood, it could happen to you. Okay, we got Parenthood, nineteen eighty nine, Ron Howard film. Yes, yes, starring uh, Steve Martin. Martin. Yes, yes, who was kind of cleaning up there in the eighties. That was he was kind of the uh, he was a bankable guy. I, I, I was quite the fan of Steve Martin. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Um, you know, I, I it's just sort of like I think that was like my comedy go-to guy mm-hmm. in a yeah. way, no, especially I, in that era. Yeah, I agree with you. Anything in the 80s, and I would even say like early 90s, yeah. um, if you saw Steve Martin, you were like, this is going to be a good film because he, yeah. he was just, he was comedy gold. His delivery was good on camera, and uh, he was just a funny guy. And um, yeah. Yeah, it probably helped too that most of what he did movie-wise was fairly like safe for kids and that's probably why my yeah. parents let me watch pretty I much whatever say the out. word lighthearted but that's what i would have gone well lighthearted yeah. too yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very, there's very nothing safe. too heavy about yeah. it either. no nothing heavy i mean he again um i can't i'm getting ahead i mean I don't know the span of what you know his movies were but i do i do agree like in the 80s maybe late 70s and then and well into the early 90s yeah you saw you saw steve martin you thought okay this is going to be a fun movie this is going to be entertaining. It's worthwhile to sit down and hear, see what he says. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's starring Steve Martin and he has a pretty good cast. Actually, that's actually a pretty strong cast mm-hmm. for the time, you know, from 1989. Yeah. Um, his wife is a uh, Karen, right? Oh, the Karen's the name of the actress, but it's what uh, Steenberg. Yeah. Mary Steenberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's pretty solid. We see her, uh, and, um, a lot of things. I mean, I just think of her as, a. Uh, you know, Back to the Future Three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some, and other... they came out around the same, same time, time. Yeah, so, so it she was, was kind of a, put it together. a big name. Yeah, and then of course uh, there is uh, again. I asked you earlier off 
off the radio was it Diane Weist? Yeah, it's Diane Weist, yeah. who was I would say was the the second lead, second star yeah. of this movie. Yeah, and I was kind of doing some research. Apparently, she was uh, nominated for like best supporting actor or actress for this film. So I didn't I really, for this film. For this film, okay. Or not. This film actually had a lot. When of, did Bullets Over Broadway come out? Because I think she was nominated for that or won uh, an Oscar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you. Uh, Take a stab in the dark on that one. I feel like I think that came out the year before. Okay, and I could be completely wrong. But I yeah, this, look it up, this but. this film actually had a lot of uh, Academy nominations, I guess. Yeah, for uh, and you know, um, and we'll go through some more of the actors here in a second. But this is a this is more of a dramedy, if you uh, if you. If oh you yeah, will. totally, yeah, it's a dramedy. It's, um, even though Steve Martin, you think okay, comedy is going to be hilarious and funny, which he does deliver. And a lot of this, a lot of this um, throughout this movie, but really, it's it's a very drama, a dramatic film. You know, mm-hmm. kind of makes you stop and think. There's some highs and lows, and um, so yeah. Um, when we were we were watching, I guess did we talk about it before or we just watched it? And we either way, somewhere along the the in the process of determining whether or not to do this movie, we realized that. Oh wow! This movie, oh, Bullets Over Broadway, came out in '94. Never mind, I'm way off. '94, uh, yeah, way, out of <laughs> yeah, way, yeah, way yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, but this is a movie that is different from all the ones we've done so far because this is, um, a, a real movie. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, I mean, it about real people. What what possibly could be real people? Yeah, it's got real, it's got a more real scenario, real life scenario. Being under siege on a train. Yeah, there's no werewolf. They're not wearing a green mask to yeah, impress yeah, a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is and, this is the uh, one that that is completely I mean, based House, in reality. Animal House is fraternity, but you know, you know, it's a <laughs> fictitious fraternity. You know, yeah. a fictitious campus. On a fictitious, is it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, uh, they're a paid sponsor on this show. But yeah, so we had Diane <laughs> Weist, and we had um. Uh, we had Rick Moranis show up, who yeah. was a good collaborator with Steve Martin back in the eighties uh, and nineties. Um, uh, who was a pretty, pretty much well, a well-known name at this time. Um, then you had uh, is it Tom Holch? Tom Holch. Holch, who was our connection from Animal yeah. House. So this is our connecting point. Yeah, here's here's mm-hmm. we're doing our degrees of separation from Animal House to Parenthood. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you had uh, Keanu. Keanu. Keanu was in it for a very a pretty good time. Yeah. He was pretty good in this one. Yeah. And I mean, pretty much he's just doing Ted Theater. Exactly. <laughs> I said that while we were watching <laughs> the film. I was like, he's basically doing, I mean, even his mannerisms and his acting and his, like, you know, his physical, uh, you know, you know, acting. He's, he looks like he's just, you could just insert Ted Theodore Logan into this. And these movies, I think, uh, came out a year apart. Or, yeah, right. Or at least at the 80s. Well, 88. Yeah. 88. Eight, was, 88. Uh, Ted, Ted and Bill and Ted. Ted yeah. Yeah. And then this one's and a year after. Yeah. yeah. So he just got his haircut a little bit. And uh, <laughs> right. yeah, he, was, he was still fresh <laughs> off of doing the. Uh, hey, Ted. Or, hey, Dad. <laughs> Over here, Dad. It's me, Ted. You know, but uh, which we'll have to we'll have to go down that road down that rabbit hole. I would, I would love to. Yeah, would, fantastic. I, one yeah. of my favorites from that love time. Love me some excellent adventure. Yes. Now, Bogus Journey, maybe not so much. But Oh, I like Bonus Journey. Oh, uh, really? Journey. Okay. Yeah, okay. I we'll do. The... It's not it's not uh, excellent adventure, okay. Okay. but it's right. definitely... Right. Okay. I'll give you it's that. It's definitely... It has its merits. It's got its merits. I just kind of creeped out by those, like, 
the, the Martian things. Those little things. Yeah, I, I don't like that part of that it. Kind of That's a dumb part yeah, of it. Yeah, it's really, but... really dumb. Yeah, I agree. And the... Uh, Station. Goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's creeping me out. And you know, also, too, is like um, like the uh, the outfits that they envisioned what people wore, I guess, in the future. I was like, really? But I mean, I guess I just watched Well, I, I think that's way into the future. Yeah. So it, we don't know. It could and end I, up that way. And I, who was the... Uh, do you remember who the main antagonist was on Bogus Journey? Uh, the militant guy? The yeah, guy. the guy that played the the main bad guy in Little Weapon 2. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but I can't remember. It was... Uh, he was Rufus's gym teacher. Rufus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So anyways, we have Keanu. We have a very, um, a very young, uh, river or no leaf going by leaf, leaf, leaf Phoenix. Leaf yeah. Phoenix, who, Before who we now know as, yeah, I think Joaquin is actually his Joaquin. name. Yeah. And, um, I don't know why he went, went by Leaf at this time, but yeah, yeah so this is, yeah. but it's Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, yeah, so a very young uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And then are we leaving out any other big names in this film? Well, Jason Robards is a big name. And, Jason Robards and, at the time, probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he that's an Oscar yeah. guy. Yeah, plays the the. The he, yeah, so he's the, the the head patriarch yeah. of the whole Buckman family. Yeah, Buckman, correct. So, and um, though, though something came to mind last night when I was thinking about this movie that we can get to later on. But yeah. okay, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> we're we're, all, we're open to it. So it's more of like a, I don't understand the continuity here, yeah. but <laughs> right. But yeah, this film is kind of a, you're right. It's more of a film where real people put in real situations and they're dealing with the, um, for lack of better term the highs and lows of being a parent and i think that's why the film is more of a dramedy if you will because there's highs where it's funny parts and there's lows where there's not so funny parts and it gets serious and it gets dramatic yeah you know? I, I will say that i i think yes it's a dramedy but i think that leans it does lean more into comedy right. than it's a dramedy because yeah. even the very the 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 tense what are supposed to be dramatic moments are laced with enough humor that it doesn't get too heavy. Yeah, and I think that's what makes the film work, right? I mean, I think Ron Howard knows what's up. I mean, you don't want to get too heavy and too hard with it because you're going to lose a lot of the audience. And people, like you you and I just said, I think when we see Steve Martin billing, we're thinking we're going to go into a scene of comedy. So mm. you're going to have to lean into the comedy side. This film, I would kind of, I mean, yeah, it was funny overall, or overarching a funny movie, but it had some a lot of parts where you're like, it made you think, it made you realize, you know, hey, this this is what people deal with in the real world. And I like, I actually kind of like it. And um, we'll definitely get, I, I, we can walk through, we'll definitely get into it and I can tell you why more it was entertaining. But I kind of like in this movie too, to, uh, I think I told you about this movie. I don't think you've ever seen it, but it was called, I want to say it was called Bye Bye Love, but it's very similar in a lot of aspects. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. where we have, we're, instead of following these four siblings in parenthood, which we do in this movie, we're following like, um, I think it's three divorcee fathers and how they deal with being, um, mm. fathers um and their divorcee and their you know there's current situations but maybe we'll get down to that that uh that film too in the future here yeah um this is one that so you when we decided to do this one you had not you said you had not seen it in a really long time right correct yeah it's, it, it's probably been a solid 10 years since i've seen this movie okay but i mean i did see it as a child yeah know? yeah so this is a movie that i have revisited several times over the years um and i'm not quite sure like i remember watching it as a child when it came out and 
why I, what I, what about it that I like so much? Mm-hmm. And I, it's, it doesn't even like when watching as a child and I was sort of like drawn to it and I was, I just, I don't know if it, it just had enough humor that I, I, I was able to, to, to like it for that. But now that I'm older also now I'm, I can see it for the different elements of it. Right. Um, which I guess is a great trait for a film mm-hmm. that it can, the, the movie can evolve with, with the person watching it because, you know, you, you recognize what you like about it from one stage in your life and you get to another stage in your life and you're like, okay, now I see a different part of it and, and I can take something new from it that didn't before mean much to me, but now it does. So you're saying the, the movie kind of stands, t- stands the test of time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to boil it down. It's basically what you just so said. <laughs> simple. I thought I had what I was saying. No, was... you're, you're actually, you're actually making a really good point. Cause again, I, I saw this film very, probably super young. So I honestly haven't seen it since. And I remember enjoying it, but, um, I don't think I just had to kind of like snippets of memories of it. Like I remember like Keanu and I remember like him drag racing and I remember like the, uh, uh, cowboy Dan part, you know, and this is like stuff I thought was maybe cool as a kid, you know, and that's why it resonated with me. Those are maybe some of the memories that hit me with, um, and also I liked, you know, I liked Keanu cause I thought he was Ted Theodore Logan. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I like that, but now that actually like, may have been a reason why my parents like, let me watch it. Cause they're like, Oh, it's got this guy in it yeah, yeah. from this other movie. Yeah. That you like, so, but then right when we rewatched it together, just, you know, just recently it hit me even more because, you know, like we said in the intro, we're both fathers and we have, we, we experienced parenthood firsthand and it kind of resonated with me now as a parent, what's, you know, what you have to go through mm-hmm. and what, uh, some of these characters had to go through, um, you know, to, you know, to keep their families, you know, afloat. So, right. And, um, so yeah, I mean, we could start with, um, we can, I guess we, um, we could start with Steve Martin's character. Who's Gil Buckman, right? Yeah. Gil Buckman. And we couldn't, we couldn't determine what he does, uh, while we're watching the film, like what he exactly does. Like yeah. he's trying to make partner and his company needs to bring in. Yeah. It's either at first we thought, is he a lawyer? But then I thought, well, maybe he works in advertising, but then you said, well, maybe it's real estate. Yeah. There's, there's, I don't know what it According is. To, I mean, I looked it up, but I, I, the internet says he was a sales executive. So I mean, well, that could yeah, be, that could mean anything. Again, yeah. So that's like a very, just a, that's a kind of a, yeah, like a blanket statement of yeah. whatever. But yeah, he, we start with him and I think we, what's, what's kind of entertaining is that we start with him like right off the bat. I was about to, to say this. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. This is, this is one of the, I don't know, maybe one of the most interesting openers to a film. Yeah. When you, for your ear, you're, you're introduced to the main character as a child. And, you know, you see, you get an early glimpse of his relationship with his dad. And what turns out, he's having a memory of going to a baseball game with his dad. But really, it's just an amalgam. Yeah. As he yeah. as was his dad do? He, he dropped he plops him down with an usher. He yeah. pays an usher to hang out with him. Yeah. And and then we get this long explanation of why he's having this memory. Yeah. So you see this nine year old having like this really yeah. adult conversation. Played by Max Elliott Slade, who I said is one of the three ninjas. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I mistakenly did the surf ninja quote. And you're like, right. Yeah. And you're like, nope, nope. <laughs> wrong ninjas. I was like, hey, there's three ninjas somewhere in there. <laughs> so I did the uh, Rob Schneider uh, Scottish. Uh, uh, not, not, not to, not, not to pick a nit here, 
uh, and not to get too off topic. I don't think they're actually in real ninjas in surf ninjas. Okay. All right. I mean, I haven't seen the film in so long. I just remember <laughs> Rob Schneider's like role. And as yes. kids, we used to do that. Don't make me come over there with a leg of mine that no longer work. Yes. Cause I'll do it. You know, so. I used to do that too. Okay, yes. cool. So I wasn't the only one. Right? Anytime. There's also a scene in that movie where they're talking about the knives of Kwan Su. Okay. Something that money cannot buy. He's like knives. Oh, we're looking for knives. Money. That's something, something you cannot buy. Oh, there's some knives here, but you can't buy them <laughs> because you can't buy knives. Yeah. <laughs> and so whenever I see knives, I still think about them. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. So back, yeah, back to the, yeah. um, Gil being a child and he's talking to the usher and the usher's like, what? I'm, he's like, you're not even real. You're in a, you're an amalgam. You're an amalgam of all, all the, the different ushers, ushers yeah. that his father had, exactly. has paid off to. to it's kind of a poetic, him. it's a poetic beginning to the film. Cause you, yeah. you basically saying like, look, you know, my, my dad hasn't spent a lot of time with me and I don't know how it, I don't know how it's affected me now. And you can tell that he's already having some um, doubts and trepidation of being a father himself. And, right. uh, and then it's kind of funny then like, uh, is it, is Mary Steenberg? Yeah. She's Steenberg. Like, yeah. Jin? Yeah. She's like, Hey, you. Uh -huh. And he turns his head as the child. Yeah. And, and, again, and he's like, like, who's that? Yeah, he's like, oh, that's my wife, Karen. <laughs> and then he's like, that's he's my like, wife. And the usher's like, nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so but yeah it's just a it's a po it's a very uh pointed part where we just realize that you know he's he's a dad he's you know he's just kind of like yeah right so it's a memory it's a memory of his dad being a distant dad yeah it's a unique it's a unique way of, yeah. of introducing you yeah. to a character yeah and then we see him then we see them and he's actually back to steve martin yeah yeah he's he's come back from his daydream yeah and then they're basically it's funny it's just a really funny scene it just hits you hard with the parenthood like so apparently he has three kids right he's yep. got kevin he probably looks like he's eight or nine. Yeah. Well, he has a nine, ninth birthday party somewhere. In right. There. That's right. So yeah. he's eight years old. You have Taylor, who's the daughter. She's probably like uh, five, four or five. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. they have Justin. Who Justin. Is like the brand new baby. Yeah. And you see them like just, you know, you know, trying to corral the children into mm -hmm. the old Dodge minivan, which, um, which is kind of funny. There's a, and it's like a headache. You know, he yeah. like leaves the keys in the car, leaves the key in the door and. You know, he's trying to catch one in and catch, and they're just all like, it's just, it's funny. So he's definitely, they're married. They have three kids. Mm -hmm. They're, 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 they're busy. Yes. They're, they're yeah. A yeah. You, you get, you immediately get the sense of the, the chaos that comes with being Having a parent three children. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Kevin's like leading the charge with some, um, potty mouth, uh, songs mm -hmm. on the way to the, yes. <laughs> to the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now that I think about it, I think I told you I had I had heard that that little that little ditty yeah. when growing up, yeah. but I wonder if it came from this. I like I don't know if I heard it before this or after. We this, won't get but... into it, but it's something to do with uh, diarrhea. Diarrhea, yeah, exactly. Diarrhea. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah, um, and so we see them like you know, and then they immediately go. Uh, they put the kids down. It's some hilarious <laughs> scenes of the kids kind of being wacky especially justin justin likes to kind of run into the wall and just use his head as a stopper mm -hmm. and it's like they don't have a reason rhyme or reason he's the he's the youngest and it's like you already get it that like their hands are so filled with being parents of three you know the, they just let the little one do whatever the little one wants to do yeah you know? so and then they kind of have a talk uh after the kids are all down and mm -hmm. uh, they're bringing up that you know kevin yeah yeah we learned we learned that kevin uh that the, the school has some 
concerns about Kevin. And so they're, they've got a meeting with the yeah. principal and, and, and I, don't, I don't remember if she says the guidance counselor, but anyway, principal and guidance counselor about Kevin. And, you know, that's where we start getting some insight that Kevin's got some, um, emotional, emotional, I don't know, what, yeah. adjustment problems. Yeah. You know, yeah. he does not seem like he's necessarily a, you know, it's not a learning disability or anything like that. It's just more like he, he has some anxiety issues, right? Which you, you, if you stop to think about it, you see there's like, Oh, there's some questions about like where, cause even Steve Martin asked, where does he get this? You know, yeah. where does this come from? Yeah. You know, and you see these same behaviors that Steve Martin is exhibiting. Yeah. Uh, and so it's clear that there's, and what's funny, there's a passing down of this. And I don't know if you pick up the scene and see, I think the scene's supposed to be kind of funny because I mean, not to get a two inch into it, but like, you know, there's, it's like, he and his wife are like, she's ready to get, you know, to be intimate with him. And he keeps breaking away. Yeah. And yeah. Because his anxiety yeah, is too, yeah, too much. She's like, you can tell she's getting frustrated because he's like, he's like, turns, he like turns on like, okay, it's time to be like kissy, kissy face. And it's like, wait a minute. But why is it? And he keeps getting up and like yeah. starts screaming. And he like starts like, it's just, it's funny because you can tell her frustration and you can see that he can't even keep it one track mind. Right. But I think it, it's kind of cool as a different segue. And then he kind of ends with like, well, at least I don't have the problem my sister, like my sister does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that transitions us to the sister. Yeah. Yeah. And this uh, is Diane. Diane Weiss. Who, her name, I believe it was Helen. Yeah. And um, I think what we don't know, they don't really clarify it, but she's a bank employee. She works for a bank. And uh, really? yeah, I missed that part. Yeah. Works for a bank. And uh, I don't know if you remember, like, um, when she swapped pictures, it's like, oh, this is my mom's job. Promotion at the bank. Pictures at promotion. At the oh, bank. oh, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. So um, she is uh, looks like what it is, is a divorcee mother of two. Yeah. OK. She has uh, Julie, who's like still in high school, but maybe mm -hmm. you know, senior year or something of that nature. Mm -hmm. And then she played has, by Martha Plimpton. Yeah. Martha Plimpton of Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. yeah. And then we have uh, her youngest, who is um, Gary played by Joaquin slash leaf Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And, uh, interesting about thing about Gary's he's locks himself in the room. He has a lock on his door, like, yeah. like a padlock, you know, and he's carrying a Brown bag in and out. And he doesn't really say a whole lot for the first three quarters of the film. It's just like, Hey, okay. Yeah. Bye. Sounds great. You know, he's just real distant, real quiet. And then flip the opposite. You know, you got Julie who's, quintessential teenager right right yeah uh, we gotta get a little glimpse of the struggles that helen, helen is facing, helen is facing yeah, because you've got two kids that neither did seem she can seem to relate to right and no no father yeah in yeah. the picture you know, we learned that, that he sort of abandoned them yeah and nobody really talks to divorced them divorced them and then um started another family yeah uh, <clears throat> And this this will we this will come up again later. But I, I was interested to know, like, is the is he supposed to be both kids' father? They never really. I they guess you, you assume yeah. it, but they never made that but clear. Julie never seems like that she, she cares wants to be a part of the uh, yeah. yeah. And she never expresses any yeah you know any thoughts on the, on yeah. the matter. And Gary's the one that you know we find out is really struggling, you know, not having that father, father figure. figure. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. She doesn't, but I mean, I think there's some, she's making some life decisions pretty fast that you, I would think that a father figure would kind of keep her from making, you know, right. That's um, true. So that's we've true. learned that, uh, 
you know, she she gets into her like she comes into Julie's room like first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. She's like, I thought I heard you moaning. Are you okay? Are you yeah. sick or something? She's like, Yeah, I'm just still kind of stomach ache. Blah blah blah. She's like, Okay, all right. Well, let's get ready. Get up. Get up. I can't remember what. And, well, and 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 Julie is. They've got Helen's got high hopes for Julie because she apologizes for making her do all this studying yeah, and not going out with that Todd. Yeah, and that's <laughs> Todd, yeah, that becomes a, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that continues common, out. common term. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, funny. It's funny when you hear it. She's yeah. Like, so she, on all this, so she could stay for her SATs, which you find out she scored really high on. And blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Like she so, has like, yeah, she, can, yeah, she's got a, got a future ahead of yeah, her. Yeah. She's, she's on the fast track to success. And she's apparently. like, thanks. And she's like, great. And so as she leaves the room, who but who hops out behind under the bed that time? That time. <laughs> he's like, oh wow, that was so. Boy, close. your mom can really talk. Yeah, she can really talk. <laughs> and he's like, you can tell that they've uh, they've. Uh, Let's just say that the moaning was nuts. It was not stomach her ache. Stomach ache. Yeah. So uh, they've uh, they're um, definitely active teenagers. Um, yeah. And uh, he's funny. He's like, "Oh, I've got something for you." And he's got a camera. <laughs> Which you were like, "You're like, wow, he's been there all night, and he's yeah. just not bringing this yeah, out." Yeah, yeah, no, he's like, exactly. He's clearly been in that room all night. And he's like, "Oh, wait a minute, I forgot I had this." And he's like, "It's a camera." And he's like, "So we can record our love." Yeah, <laughs> which which sets up a quite funny. I I don't know if it's supposed to be funny, but it's it's funny later on. Yeah, like, later on. In the yeah, film. yeah. So we see that. Uh, yeah, you're like you know so. Clearly, Helen has a she has a very loose grip, and I think she's you can see that she's struggling because she wants to connect with her child, like yeah. children, like you said, and she doesn't really have a connection, and she doesn't have anyone, and she doesn't have a partner to help her do it yeah. either. She's all on her own, she's clearly drowning with these two kids. Mm-hmm. Then we kind of shift over to, I guess, the second sister. This is um, Susan. Yeah, Susan's kind of boy. You're good with the names. Yeah, Susan's kind of prim and proper, like you know, and. Um, She's, I guess she's on the phone with uh, some, I can maybe Mary, maybe Karen or. Well, uh, yeah, because so they're planning, everybody's planning to come over to Helen's house that right. evening yeah, for, yeah, for, for a dinner because yeah. there's a big surprise. Big surprise, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so she's on the phone with maybe, it was most likely Helen. I, I don't know who it was. Right. Yeah. Well, Helen calls and asks her yeah. if she's got like a serving platter or whatever. And then we kind of, we introduce, we are, we're introduced to her who's a middle school teacher or something like that yeah it looks yeah. like science or yeah. something like and that and then we see her husband kind of just we see him talking and he's like very very like uh, oh that's right he's very high level with what yes he's saying. rick moranis yeah yes. this is rick moranis and his, always playing the good nerd i want to say his name is nathan is the yeah. character's name it is and I, I i guess the internet said he's like a research scientist type yeah because we asked the question it's it's the like, what scenario. does he do there's a lot of, there's a lot of <laughs> there wasn't really clear what a lot of these people's occupations were yes yeah. but uh yeah you can tell he's very highly educated academics is a big influence on him and he's talking to you know someone you don't know who but mm-hmm. this is a very comedic scene yeah but he's like look you gotta you really gotta i mean i don't remember what he's saying but he's like you really gotta deliver you gotta you know, yeah. he's like putting a lot of pressure on this person i mean i don't do you remember what? We well it, what there's a lot of like um we know that you can do more yeah, and right. we want to encourage you, you to, to do, do more yeah. than what you're doing. Yeah, We don't want you to do just the basic. Yeah. Yes. I really want to see you kind of go above and beyond. Yes. Can you go do on that? above and beyond. Can you do that for your parents? You know, yeah. you're thinking it's like an 18, 16 year old that he's yeah. talking to and it flipped around. And, and she's what, like four? It's Patty. <laughs> Patty who's like three or four years old. Yes. And that's a funny scene. They're like, wait, what? This dude's a little intense with his, his child. 
So that's just a, a funny, a funny scene. Um, so we were introduced to them and clearly they're just a, they're a, a one child uh, family. And, yeah. Uh, he's really, really, I guess you would call it term helicopter parent. Today. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. I was going to say, we're, we're starting to see. So, so far we've got three different households. All three are in a different, different dynamic of, of parenthood, exactly. which, you know, going back to the namesake of the film. Um, yeah. So they've all got a different situation going on and they're different approaches to parenthood. And we see that Suzanne or Susan, excuse me. I want to keep on saying, I think it was Susan. We see Susan kind of enables Nathan to be this kind of like, hardcore parent you know and, yeah um i don't know she's i mean like, she may have been like i think she's like when when at first i, don't, I think it may be even talk about later on but like they 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 both were in agreement that this was what they needed to do but yeah i don't know if it she kind of changes her tone later on but. yeah and she's kind of does some stress eating so it looks like she was like it really she's really athletic she really wants to work out and maybe this is what nathan puts on her yeah i think he's a kind of a just a controlling type and he i don't but i think he's that controlling type that he's doesn't know he is you know he's, oh yeah he's yeah, totally unaware he's unaware of his control and uh his influence and so that's you're right that's a different dynamic so you can tell that she's not 100 comfortable with the relation the relationship dynamic you know mm -hmm. I would say at this point, you're already you, the the only, you know, only like uh, Steve Martin, his wife seemed to make to be the most on the same frequency as far as like uh, parents, you know? Yeah. I mean, they, they seem like the more tr I don't know, traditional is the right word, but definitely the more like, I guess traditional would be the right yeah, word. That's you a know? Good word. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Um, yeah, they've got multiple kids. Both parents are there. Both are kind of doing like the regular parent stuff, yeah. you know, um, and just sort of trying to get by. There's no like it. There's no like super highs and super lows. Cause you know, as with like Helen, she's super struggling. And then with Susan, it's too focused. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's too like much. a hyper focus. Hyper focus. Yeah. 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 And so I guess we now meet the siblings. Yeah. And uh, so we've got we've got the three siblings. And so we then I well, guess, three, three of the siblings. Yeah, we, yeah, we haven't met all the siblings. Well, that's when we get to the uh, the dinner. Yeah. So how about we get to the dinner next? Let's do it. Come check out the coolest show in Vegas. Elvis on ice. See our award winning Elvis impersonators perform the king's greatest hits, such as Jailhouse Rock. Love Me Tender. Love Me Tender. Suspicious Minds. Because I love you too much, baby. And many more. All while executing Olympic level figure skating skills. It's Elvis, like you've never seen him before. Put on your blue suede shoes. Grab your hound dog and join us as we pay tribute to the icon, the legend, the true king of rock and roll, the one and only Elvis. For tickets, visit us at our box office or call 1-800-ICE-KING. That's 1-800-423-5464. Elvis on Ice, a one-of-a-kind show with the king. All right. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <we're, laughs> so, so now we're at the dinner at yeah, Helen's house. At the dinner, and we finally get to meet uh, Grandpa or Frank. 
Yeah, yeah. Who's the father? Who's the father of all the all the all the siblings, right? Yeah. So, and he's he's an interesting guy. Yeah, he likes to drink, he likes to smoke, and he's plumbing 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 business. Yeah, so. and he's not exactly well. We we kind of already learned from the 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 memory scene at the very from beginning Gil. that yeah. he, he's not what you'd call a very ideal father. Yeah, attentive, no. emotionally supportive father. No, not at all. And he. Because there's even like a, a conversation where he's asking, "Hey, Kill, was it whose whose wedding was it that I got drunk at and punched someone out?" Or yeah, something? well, yeah, because said, "Is it was it Susan's or Helen?" He said, "Actually, Dad, it was mine." And he punched out the band leader. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have photos. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll see Martin delivering his lines. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. So Frank is—he's got a lot of rough edges. And this is played by Jason, right? Jason Robards. Robards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and an interesting thing because you were asking about his wife, the mother. Yeah, and she is so. I, I, she, I guess it's on purpose. You know, she's supposed to be the opposite of Frank, you know, but she, she, she never like really seems like she's speaking up for herself. And she literally has like two lines, two or three lines in the whole film. Yeah. I almost was like kind of confused with like what her position. I thought she would be, they would kind of emphasize, make give her a little bit more emphasis, emphasis in the film, but they didn't really. They just yeah. kind of put her, push her in the back. Which um, I guess that's, again, I think that maybe that's on purpose and yeah. that's, she was maybe just, sort of showing something else yeah. that Frank has has done, you yeah, know, he's super distant. Which it was funny because, like, when um, uh, when he like, I guess someone makes mention of like her mother who's still alive, grandmother, yeah, grandmother. He's like, oh, that bag is still around, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can tell he's like living. I guess life is living. You know? Yeah. Um. So there's apparently a big surprise. Yeah. That uh, that that which is the reason that they're ga- all gathering. Yeah, this this, I guess it's Frank's surprise, right? Yeah, yeah. Frank's surprise, yeah. you know, and uh, there's a there's a fourth child, Larry. Yeah, this is Tom Holt shows yep. up and Larry has been off on an adventure, I guess you would say. Yeah, so Larry doesn't hold down jobs. Really Larry is that. not. Yeah. He is not the responsible. He's one the youngest. The bunch. And I get the feeling that he's uh, significantly younger than everyone else. Like, um. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think I he's think supposed to be a, like the unexpected. Yeah, the last, yeah, last child, and very much younger than everyone else. Uh, but you, you early on get a sense that, and this is not just from other things, but like just how excited that Frank is that Larry's there. Larry is the one that takes most after Frank. Frank, yeah, uh, you know, and Larry, we find out is involved in in making deals and using quote unquote and different investments and he's he talks a big game lives a fast life yeah, yeah and a fast life he, he makes it sound like that he's got got a lot going on shows it shows up with the you know the leather jacket and the hair mm-hmm. and he just looks like a, just the playboy you yeah. know and i think i think yeah you're right frank uh, identifies that playboy life and uh he kind of probably by wishes he had it. maybe yeah, yeah maybe what yeah. he wishes he'd had he had if he had, had not had settled so down yeah so he sees a little bit of, like, he wants to live his life vicariously through larry and sees a lot of himself in larry and uh 
enables Larry's. Um, oh yeah, there's a lot of enabling. He's a huge there. enabler to let, let Larry do whatever Larry wants because, and there's no, yeah, like so clearly Larry doesn't have any like strong guidance or any kind mm-hmm. of accountability, and so he does what he wants. And yeah, so everybody, everyone. Everyone, with the exception of Frank, are not really excited to see Larry. When no, they're not. No, because they they see yeah. Larry for what Larry yeah. is. Larry is a he's a moocher. He's a he's always asking for money. He's always yeah yeah you're right. He's none of his business deals are coming through, and he's just a kind of a, a floater mm-hmm. you know? at the and at the dinner table. Um, they they're talking about different what they've got going on. And, and, you know, the mom says, this isn't one of those get rich quick schemes, is it, Larry? And Frank was like, it's all, yeah. that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. that's getting quick, rich quick is the best way to get rich. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's yeah. totally yeah. like, he's, whatever you're doing. He's great. brought in on Larry. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, and he said he's into what, hydroponics. 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 Which yeah. then, you know, Nathan, Nathan is says, like, he's oh, like, oh, so why? That's that's, dev- that's great, Larry. Yeah, well, what, what are you doing? Yeah, you're developing plants without water. Okay, exciting yes. stuff. And then we get to meet Larry's uh, young son. Cool. Yeah, cool. Wait, what's his name? Cool. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, cool shows up. That's a shock. That was a shock for everyone. Yeah, I'm like, what? You know, he's like, "Um, yeah, you know, I uh, was out in Vegas and I met this amazing showgirl. Yeah, and again, it's like really emphasizing certain elements of this story to Mm -hmm. make it sound better than yeah. probably really yeah is. she was doing she was in that show what uh elvis on ice yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right and she uh she just said she had to go she had to leave and uh she left me with was like south america or something yeah i don't I know I, I feel like that's somewhere she like. had to go yeah yeah but you're right he was embellishing embellishing and now he's with cool yeah and uh yeah that's his son but it's yeah. also funny so at this i guess i don't know if this is the same time but we see the interactions between some of the other siblings or maybe the yeah in siblings um like it's really funny to see Nathan's interaction with Gil because he's oh, very yeah. judgmental. Yes, yeah, and that that's actually a really yeah. funny scene yeah. where they're trying to like, you know, say that how uh Kevin Kevin and um what's the daughter's name? Taylor. Kevin and Taylor, they're they're too far gone. But Justin <laughs> you, know, you need to start with Justin. You need to start with Justin. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> he's like he doesn't like the way yeah, Nathan clearly doesn't like the way Gil raises his children. And he's like, you know, because you we all know Nathan is like the he's like he is like on every aspect of Patty's life yeah. going to control it, you know. Yeah. So yeah he yeah. doesn't like the he probably thinks that Gil is very laissez faire in his parenting. Whereas, you know, you know, Nathan is like, you need to be in every aspect of it. And right, got, right. You really need to push. You need to yeah, push he's push got Patty push. doing like the square root of like four figure numbers, you know, and she's getting it right, you know, whereas you know, his youngest son is like eating the, uh, yeah, just picking the, up the stickers, stickers <laughs> off the, off the uh, slide. But this is kind of funny. Cause he's just making, he's like, nice Gil, Nice. And, and then throughout the movie, you'll see him just kind of make faces at Gil, like good job, Gil, you know? And it's just like kind of a smarmy. Yeah. I'm judging you from afar kind of look. So it's, you know, I don't even think it's from afar. Yeah. Well, I'm just judging you. Yeah. And it's, but so, but again, I think it's really well way how we develop, we see how Nathan is and how he's just overbearing. He's over, over parenting. Yeah. And he's determined that his way is the best way. Exactly. The Mm -hmm. best way. Yeah. So after that, I guess, um, we kind of just see them kind of go throughout their lives. Right. I mean, there's a bunch of scenarios going on. Um, there's kind of a funny, uh, like power outage 
Right, a power outage. Yeah, I don't know. What was that? And then Steve Martin goes to look for a flashlight and comes. Oh, right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Let's just say it's it's not a flashlight. It's not a flashlight, but it makes a noise. Yeah. (laughs) And I think one of the children asked what it is. They said it was a candle candlelight or a candlestick. I don't know. uh, (laughs) It was a really funny scene. Yeah. It's, it's, again, it just kind of breaks the, it kind of breaks up, you know, it gives us some levity to the situation. Yeah. Makes it hilarious. Right. So I guess um, Larry's staying with Frank. Uh, yeah, yeah, and the, and Grandma has to go has, has agreed to stay with Nathan and Susan and Susan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So that's right. And so, um, you know, you, yeah, we'll skip around, but you know, Larry, of course, is dealing with Frank. Um, he's going with the dad, and they're drinking beers, and they're admiring Dad's car. Yeah, he shows him like all the, the car and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, I would say like some kind of nineteen thirty. I'm not sure. Yeah. But you know, he, he emphasizes how much work he's put into it yeah. and, and just all the, you also get, you also find out a little bit about that. Larry is not, has not been totally forthcoming about some things because mm-hmm. this is where he kind of brings up that he maybe needs a little bit of money. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand. 3000 tops. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and Frank and is Frank willing to go with totally it. Willing, you know, yeah. And he yeah. says it's, I guess, cause he, he just doesn't want to believe that, that whatever Larry's doing can be is nefarious or yeah. bad. Yeah. And it's going to, it's going to lead to the riches that, you know, Larry is promising. Right. And then we see, um, I guess we see Gil, um, kind of go to work. You know, he goes to work. He, um, does he go to work now or do they go to the school? I don't remember, but, Somewhere over there, but definitely, we definitely want to highlight that Gil's also not only juggling three kids, but he's also a lot of pressure to get promoted at this job. Right? Yeah, so he yeah, did. he's been told he's he's up for a partnership. Yeah, it's really funny seeing this guy's like, he's like, like doing the treadmill in a full suit. <laughs> yeah. He made the point. He's like that dude's like in a full like shirt and tie, like. Yeah. Going on, I don't know why. Just not bring a change clothes with you. Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, I know it was in his office, but that's what they did in the eighties, right? They were. Yeah, it's different time. Yeah, Yeah, office standards were different. Yeah, they just worked out in their their work clothes. But yeah, he's complaining to, I guess, David. I want to say his name was um, that. You know, he's not getting the promotion, and Phil's getting the promotion because Phil's working his off you know like yeah yeah doing, phil phil's able to devote yeah, his life his life to, to this, this job this firm right mm-hmm. and uh he's been able to get clients in and these clients are happy and he's getting clients like everything the clients want and uh you know why you know what but gil's not getting it done because you know gil's also a father of these three kids and so he's getting the stress of like oh man i, re- I really want to move up and i really want to want to go somewhere and he makes a like you know it's like well, what if i left and he's like you're not gonna leave I mean, you're already long in the tooth, you know, who's going to hire you and at what, and at, at what, at what cost yeah. you're basically stuck here. You know, it's yeah. basically what he said to, to Gil and Gil kind of like, was like, yeah, you're yeah, right. Nothing you like, know? nothing like that positive. Yeah. Encouragement Which, yes, from your boss. From your boss. Yeah. And so he's, he's like, he feels stressed. So he's has, there's more that's piling on more anxiety for Gil. Yeah. Who already has anxiety, anxiety issues. Cause mm-hmm. he's, he's clearly stressing that he wants to not be the father that he was raised by but also be able to provide and, you know, do in uh, still have a job and do the things he does, because not only is he, you know, a dad, but he's also like their little base, their, their baseball coach. Yeah. Little league coach. Yeah. Little league coach, which we start seeing scenes um, where Kevin's having some struggling 
a catch. He was like second base. Yeah, I think he. I, I well, I think this is this is more of like his general anxieties are certain or kind of affecting all parts. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. we have we had we have the scene at school with the, the meeting with the principal right. and the guidance counselor. Right. So we learned that you know the teachers are having to devote so much extra time to just him and in the classrooms are already you know too big or percent actually yeah and so kevin yeah and so not only is it stuff that's going on at school but now it's in sports and he doesn't feel confident and a lot of it seems like it comes down to like a confidence thing or whatever but i don't know i'm not a child like psychologist yeah there was i guess it's a funny scene when he they tell him like you know we're gonna have to put kevin into like uh you know, uh, this in the fall, I guess next fall. Yeah. Yeah. More like specialized class, you know, and, or, or were they I'm like, you know, it starts in the womb, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause then she, he, he accuses, he, he accuses his wife of like, up. well, she smoked grass. Yeah, she smoked grass. He's like, no, like, that was 15 years ago. He's like, yeah, but she was like a smokestack. <laughs> he like goes on this act. He just straight up accuses her, you know, but it's a kind of a funny scene. They're like, yeah. well, you know, we, we have studies where it starts in the womb, you know, like, yes. uh, there's just no way to avoid this, uh, emotional, um, you know, I guess emotional tribulations that Kevin's experiencing at you know, seven years old or eight years right. old, you know, and he's telling, you know, there's a part where he's like kind of having a one-on-one with Kevin. I looks like at a movie theater and he's just telling him like, Hey man, you know, you can get it done. And we see, you know, we can, you're going to get there. I'm going to be there for you. Hmm. We're going to, what do you say when you see a good look on? Oh, and this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it, well, what's funny about that, not funny, it's not funny really, but Kevin just sort of out of the blue, he's playing a, an arcade game. That's right. Yeah. And he says, Dad, why am I seeing a psychiatrist? Yeah. And of course, then everybody turns and looks. At him yeah. Face. And then now it's like brought more attention. Yeah. And yeah. So that's when he has this, he tries to encourage him or give him some advice or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, I, it's weird that like the way this whole the the kevin issue or scenario was played out i don't know it's i think it, it's it's it is a weird issue but also i think it just it was I mean, weird is not the right word i well, guess you know, but it's, I, just, I, it's I a know. heavy issue it's a definitely heavy issue and, but right? it's also i think it again just kind of portrays what it's like to be a parent right mm-hmm. not all three i mean he has three children and they're not all three different <clears throat> yeah. little individuals and as a parent even as a father you have stresses that you want to make sure is happening. You can just tell that Gil is like Atlas Shrugged, man. He's got like everything on his shoulders when it comes to, um, you know, just making sure his kids get the, the best experience in life. Yeah, which is, it. I mean, you want that. Don't deviate too much. You want that, but you want to, I don't know, teach, teach, learn, teach how to handle adversity and disappointment too. Uh, and I think that that's sort of lacking, lacking, with yeah. Gil, but Gil's a perfectionist, so he doesn't want to. Yeah. And I, that probably that stems from, from, from him trying to be different from his, his own father, father yeah, you know? Exactly. And so he's trying so hard to not make a mistake yeah. that that may in fact his be a mistake. Ex- his own anxiety is kind yeah. of rubbing off on his own kids. Yeah. Yes. This portion of the episode is brought to you by the 
American Council for Child Psychology. There you go. (laughs) That's not true. But no, I mean, (laughs) so yeah, you, you, you get an accurate picture of parenthood and, um, uh, you know, you're right. It's, this is part of the, some of the, I wouldn't say lows of the film, but it just gives you some of the dramatics, you know, dramatic Mm -hmm. feel to the film where you're like, okay, I'm also watching, not only watching a bit of a comedy, but here's some serious stuff in this film. Yeah. But back to the comedy part, you know, he's out there like, you know, coaching his kids. And I was like, um, he's like um, envisioning like he like he's like, all right, who we need a second basement. Right. And like um, he like pretty much tells Kevin to go be second basement. And Kevin's like, Kevin doesn't really want to, but yeah, he's, he's willing like, to he's go like, along with he's it. He's like, OK. And then Matt, I think who's like the best kid on the team is like, oh, are you serious? Mm-hmm. And then he like nips Matt in the butt. He's like, Matt, relax. We're on a team. We're on the same team here. Let's just play ball. Yeah. But he has like this envision of like, what if he does? Like, I guess the, there's a pop. I don't remember. Is he supposed to be catching a ball or something like that? Well, yeah, he, he, he goes out there and they start, you know, just hitting some balls to him. And he, and he, you know, he's able, he, he feels the first one. He yeah. throws it at first and yeah. everything looks great. And so and then like a vision. Yeah. He's had yeah. this vision of this, college graduation and kevin is the valedictorian <laughs> it's really funny yeah, and yeah. you know and, and he did wait who's the uh, who's like the but who's the professor like who's like introducing all oh the rance howard so yeah. so ron howard's dad ron howard's dad and, yeah and, uh, you're like that's ron howard's dad I was like, oh, okay. yeah yeah and he goes up and he starts talking about how there was somebody that that really encouraged him and yeah. believed in yeah. him and yeah. and it made him the smart, accomplished, well-adjusted person that I, <laughs> I am today. Yeah. <laughs> and and my dad, Gil Buckman. Yeah. And then we get the shot of... Everybody clapping. Yeah, and, and then Steve Martin stands and, uh, up yeah, and he's, he's like, like waving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's so proud. Yeah, it's a funny scene. Yeah. You know, he's like envisioning it. And then... um. It's really funny that you mentioned that because then I was like, oh man, when are we going to see Clint Howard, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> sure enough. Yeah, and he was there. He's right right behind him, you know, yeah. as like the parent of Matt. I think he's Matt's dad. Yeah, you know? yeah, he is. And then I guess he misses the ball, right? Yeah, he there's a, the a, what would have been a game ending play and because they hadn't won a game at that point. Yeah, and so still losing. there's like this one, one moment that's going to like encapsulate the whole season. The you know? it, yeah, and it's going to. It's going to make the whole losing season worth it because he's going. They're going to win their first game. It's going to be because of him. Yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah. Drops Man, the ball. Misses the catch. Yeah. And kid then run, kid scores. Yeah. Over. Yeah. And then we get the like a very, we get a very dystopian <laughs> vision uh, where he's like he's. I won't get it. I guess we don't. We don't have to get into it. But uh, he's basically. Um, Kevin's upset and he's angry. Yeah, and and he's at the college scene is turned a little bit different. A little, right? yeah. The college scene is turned a little bit different. I, don't know. I can't remember who it's. That's actually a real. I don't know if it was Charles Starkweather or whomever it was that like shot. Anyway, from the from the bell tower. From the bell yeah. tower. So we'll just say there's bullets raining from a bell tower and people are running yeah. and screaming. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and he, he at the end he's at the top like my dad. Why did you make, make me play second, second base? <laughs> And, and Steve Martin's got the bullhorn and it's like, son, son, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. And then he shoots the, the, the bullhorn and says, nice shot, son. <laughs> you you really need to provide that positive encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a funny scene. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you get to, you just see how he just goes from one, 
his, his mind from like one uh, extreme to the other over like just yeah, a I'll, baseball game. Yeah, know? this is this is the one thing that's going to that his whole the rest of his life hinges on this yeah, moment. Yeah, on this moment. And even Mary or Karen's character said something like that. Like, I guess when he caught the ball, she's like, you know. Yeah. You know, what if he lost it? What if he dropped it? You know, it's not the end of the world, you know? Yeah. So she's kind of like the voice of reason for um Charles Whitman. Charles Whitman, yeah. yeah she's sure. like the voice of reason for um, you know, Gil's like anxiety and Yeah, she out. she she's his his counterweight or whatever you you would call it. Yeah, you know, she tries to balance out balance him out in some way. So we're seeing a lot of him and Gil and you know, Kevin is a lot of the film. Um but then just kind of switch it up. We see a lot of Helen and, yeah. Julie, and Julie. Yeah. Right. So going back to the, uh, this record I love, yeah. um, the recording I love is they, they go to pick up. So this is back in the eighties where you had to go. Yeah. You had to drop off film and, film and, and get, get it, get it like, developed. Right. And then you go pick it up. Yeah. So yeah. they go and Julie and, and that Todd, that Todd. <laughs> yeah. are, are picking up the pictures. Of and if their love and they open it up and what it's it's not... pictures of my mom's promotion yeah <laughs> yeah and so she goes back and she's like uh these are my mom's pictures We're looking for the other buckman buckman which is what, what i was going to ask you the we find out later that that helen's ex-husband's last name is lampkin but the yeah. kids seem to go by buckman i don't know uh, like why yeah i don't know anyway um so so you kind of you already know what's happened because Helen has picked up the and then we the see wrong yeah, we see a Helen going through the photos she's <laughs> yeah and like, she's saying, aghast you know yeah and she's like just looking at them like one at a time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Julie walks in and she's like oh wow you know I think this one is yeah. my favorite yeah, it's my favorite yeah <laughs> and she's like. I'm not allowed to have fun, mom. And yeah, so it's a big conversation, you know? Yeah. And this is one of those scenes where I, I think that it's supposed to be a very serious thing, but there's a just enough humor in it where it doesn't make it's it too heavy. A little lighthearted. Yeah. But yeah. clearly, you know, she's, you know, active with Todd and, you know, this is news to Helen. Yeah. You know? And the fact that she re recognizes it's in her bedroom. Yeah, and, exactly. And she's yeah. like, wait, I see a face that looks like that Todd. Yeah. You know? So, um, <laughs> So she's a little, this is kind of like, a, this is kind of like another blow to her, you know, ability as a mother because she was hoping that, yeah. you know, Julie would be, you know, staying in school and working hard and continue to do things and continue to be like, you know, moving on up. But no, she's in love with Todd. Yeah. Todd is end all be all. I'm going to be with Todd. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of see it at that. Yeah. They, they have a big blow up fight and she, Julie decides she's just like gonna, gonna live leave. with todd yeah, yeah yeah and she's gonna move out yeah. and uh i don't know she eventually comes back yeah she comes, she's a, a, she comes back because she's arrested for panhandling yeah yeah, yeah. because she kind of public service announcement if you don't have a plan don't just leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put a, yeah. I agree. I, I got to second that one, Mike. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, put a plan in place and then yes. and then execute. Don't just 
yeah, don't just just yeah leave yeah. off of a whim. So like that. yeah, apparently her and um her and Todd broke up because but Todd, Todd, yeah, what was he supposed to? Well, he was supposed he's to gonna start painting houses. Yeah, because he his brother owns a, like a house painting, painting business. Yeah, and he but was going to work. Other brothers like into like drag racing, drag racing, yeah. and so he decides he wants to be a, be a drag, drag racer. racer. Yeah, she's not down with that idea. Yeah, and they get in an argument, but her brother comes over to the house and sees them together, and they're like, "He's egging her on." He's like, "What are you listening to her for? You're going to be a drag racer." And they get in some kind of argument. And he didn't stand down to his brother. And- uh, well, um, I think I think we're getting a couple of scenes oh, mixed really? up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You sure? Because that's why she left. She got in an argument with Todd because he's sided with his brother on drag racing. Right, right. So there's that. Mm-hmm. This there's like two scenes, two different scenes where this this topic they have an comes argument up. because they're yeah, young, just so public yeah. So up. so the first one that we're talking about. So you're saying two teenagers are breaking up and getting back together and making dumb decisions, and two separate scenes. Uh, well, follow me. Public follow service me. Announce, yeah. Announcement: Teenagers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Emotions are are fleeting. They run. Yeah, it's very <laughs> Romeo and Juliet stuff. Yes, uh, which should have been the. First example of PSAs in this. this Yeah. Hey, what's this parenthood? And we are parents. parents. We're trying to give parental advice. (laughs) We really are. Um, Oh, my back. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, No. So this scene, she, she, she comes back in the back of a police car. Yeah. Yeah. So police have picked her up and she explains why she was doing that because she didn't have a place to stay because she and Todd got into a fight because he was not going to do the the painting, the oh, house that's painting. Right. That's right. And so you're then, right. Right. then right. she is like so upset and, you know, and, and mom is, is as happy that she's back. It's trying to console her and say like, Oh, you know, men are we'll find you awful. We'll find and, you another guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind yeah. of, funny because then gary like walks in you know is when she's saying men are scum you know yeah kind of thing. yeah and he's like because uh, we don't see much of gary other than him walking in and out yeah there's not not the, up to this point yeah. anyway and then um then todd shows back up yeah and say julie i love you we've got to be, we gotta be the good yeah and julie's like no i don't want to see you and he's like he's like Trying to grab her. And yeah. And like, then, and, and Helen's, they like, picked up the newspaper and is like beating on Todd. Yeah, and is like, yeah. get away, let her go. Let her like, go. But I love you. But you're my wife. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> there's like a, there's like a, a record. Like, <laughs> and she's like, what? What did he say? I am his yeah, and then she then Helen starts beating on yeah. Julie. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What were you doing? Yeah, you're stupid. Why are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, we find out that they got married uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. On yeah. the courthouse. Yeah, so. at the courthouse. Which I, I guess she was 18, so she, she could yeah. legally, yeah. Do we have time to kind of cover right quickly um Gary and his uh he asked his mom if he could um yeah, I guess it's not. It's somewhere around here that Gary yeah. asks. So Gary about, goes to mom and says, "Hey, you like? Can I call dad?" Yeah, well, because they, they have Helen has agreed to let Todd and Julie stay with them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Gary seems a little distant. He's super distant to Helen. So he asked her if he could call his dad. You know, and um, we don't hear what he, she's like. Sure, but you could tell she had a lot. Of, she was like really hesitant, but she gives him the phone number yeah. to call, and he gets on the phone. And he's like, "Hey, can I talk to Doctor Lampkin?" And it's like you don't hear the other person on the line, but it's his son. 
and he's like, "Hey, Dad, I was wondering if I could come stay with you for a little while." Well, yeah. he said, well, hey, yeah, 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 it's yeah, your son. Yeah, as a no, no it's not Joey. No, it's your like, other yeah, son. Your other son, Gary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it clearly shows like he's like, "Oh, Gary, who, what?" Yeah. So like you know, Gary is definitely second fiddle, and he's like, "I just wondered if I could come stay with you uh, for a couple a couple of weeks and." Mm-hmm. Clearly, the answer is no. We don't yeah. hear it, but you can see Gary's reaction. And yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a sad. It's very, it's very sad. Bad situation. Bad situation. Like, yeah. There. Yeah. Um, there is a kind of a funny line though, when because I think right before that, Helen walks into the bathroom when Todd and Julie are shaving their heads. Hair, yeah, like you guys are enlisting the military. <laughs> yeah, and so when Gary asks, it's like he says something like. Well, it's, it's getting kind of crowded here, and I just thought. And Helen yeah. says, "Well, now that they shaved their heads. There's more room." Yeah, <laughs> <that is>. so, <laughs> it's kind of a throwaway line, it but is, it's it's, it's, it's those little the, the, those little small lines. Small lines that, that keeps yeah. the film kind of lighthearted and yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's exactly it. There's just enough of them that keeps mm-hmm. it from getting too. Yeah, but Gary's like serious right now. He's yeah. And this is a, this is yeah, a, you're a, right. a serious you're right. situation, and and Helen's already concerned about Gary because Gary does the whole come and go. He never talks. He has a lock on his door. He's, he's got, got he's carrying this. Bag, yeah. Yeah. The brown, brown paper bag. bag yeah. yeah. And he never talks. And, um, so she just, and she doesn't know where he goes. Yeah. And which is, I, I guess, I don't know. I guess that's definitely hard because, you know, she can't, she's got Julie and all this going on there. So she can't necessarily focus so much on finding Gary. out with Gary. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but yeah, so it, Gary does not get to go live with his dad, but there's staying with mom. Yeah. But he, he kind of brother-in-law now. Yeah. And he lashes out in a way that we can talk about in a moment. Yeah. So Gary lashes out, lashes out. Mm-hmm. We see like this. We just see this like uh, almost kind of like doom, doom thing here. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't see. Well, all we got is a POV. Yeah, yeah. Point of view where somebody's like destroying, you know, the breaks into the Lampkin dentistry, right? Yeah, right. And he's going in there and breaking stuff, shattering things, and like you know, just causing havoc. Yeah. And uh, the next day, we see Helen like running back to the house, like re- trying to get Gary because mm-hmm. he left where. A knife? What did he leave? Uh, hammer. Hammer. Yeah. hammer. And he, he which he hammer. had his initials. Which he had his initials. Like yeah. when I was like a nine-year-old kid, I always had a hammer with my initials on it. So it made a lot of sense to me. I was like, "Wow, way to go!" So does this? Did he? Um, this confrontation occurs. Uh, not the confrontation, but well, I guess the 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 the, the talk between Helen and Gary. About this incident, where does this occur in relation to the the uh, the the discovery in his bedroom? I don't recall. Is, is like this... I, I thought she went in looking for him, and she's like, she's like, he wasn't there, so she's like, forget it, and she busts. In. Okay, that, that makes sense. And that makes sense. She busts in, and she's named now ransacking this horrendous room. Right? <clears throat> yeah, because then yeah. Susan and Grandma shows up. Yeah, yeah. So, so she's she, looking for him. She's looking for him. him. He's not there. So she's like, "Wow, I'm gonna break in. Yeah, while well, I'm here, find him." And she's searching, and she finds the brown brown paper bag. Right, right. right. She opens it up. It's VHS tapes. Yeah, three 
Three good movies. Dragnet, Back to the Future, and... The Great Outdoors. The Great Outdoors, yeah. Yeah, the three, three Aykroyd, awesome ones. Classic. Yeah. Two of them were... Two Aykroyd Dan, movies. Dan Aykroyd movies, yeah. yeah. That's wild. Um, he's an Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd fan. Yeah, classic movies. So I was like, oh, man, he's just he's just probably selling VHS tapes or something, right? <laughs> Is that, yeah, yeah, that's what he's, he's doing. He's just doing that at middle school. But then she <laughs> like, slides one of the cassettes out of the cover... And now we see it says like wet and wild or something or other. So something, it's, yeah. it's clearly an X-rated tape, you know? Right. And so she randomly puts it on into puts it on like on his TV, like in the room just to see what's going on. And sure enough, you know, it's, uh, you, right. you can't see it, but you know, it's, it's got the noises that you're like, wow. And, and it, then it becomes kind of a funny scene because like Susan's bringing grandma back mm-hmm. and they just like roll up in the open doorway, yeah. which I thought that was kind of funny because like, He's had this door like lock unlocked for the whole movie, but everybody's just kind of rolling up to the open doorway like it's always been open, and they're like, "Well, I mean, maybe they are excited." Well, yeah. the the vault has been open. Yeah, the vault's <laughs> been open, right? Because I doesn't I think doesn't Keanu roll, roll or uh, it, that uh, Todd roll in there at one point too? Uh, yeah, but yeah. yeah. But uh, so it's a funny scene because she's playing this thing, and then Granny, Granny, and Susan are like, <laughs> "What is this?" You know, yeah, and and a great, a great scene of an of a super old person like making a funny comment. Yeah, just like you know, one of those men reminded me of your of my of your grandfather. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it's and like, like, what channel is this? Yeah, they're like, come on, Granny, let's move out of the way. And then yeah, at one point, yeah, Gary rolls up and he's like, yeah. "What is this?" And his his uh his you know he's been betrayed by mom, right? And, He's angry. He's upset, and she's like, at this point, I think, didn't she ask Todd to go have a one-on-one with him? Well, she she first asks about uh, the 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 goodness the the dentist office yeah, break that's right. in. That's right. yeah. He denies it, yeah. and then she's like, "Well, you left your your hammer, hammer there, yeah. you know." So that's right. That's you. When he had to say, yeah. And then she starts asking about the tapes. And she was concerned that he was on drugs and all this kind of thing. So, yeah. I mean, these are all legitimate concerns. Yeah, I mean, right. I don't, so I don't, and so she, I, 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 I would go ahead and say it. She's well within her right to yeah. do what she was doing. And then she's like stressed cooking or something. <laughs> yeah. She's stressed cooking chicken. I've done that before. Yeah, so, and, uh, uh, yeah. well, I'm going to cook. So I'll have to go with what you have to say. But she's stressed <laughs> cooking. And then that's when that Todd rolls up. Well, he asks, well, she asks, Gary says, uh, is this something you want to talk to me about? Of course, he's, like, he's no. not going to want to talk he's to like, his no, mom about this, yeah. you know, and then it, it gets back around to, oh, because he asked, do you want to talk to Gil, your uncle Gil? And he said, well, he's busy with his own his own fans. kids. Yeah. And then says, what about Todd? And then he seems to agree with yeah. talking to Todd. I'll talk to Todd. Yeah. Um, yeah so then, She's in the Stress kitchen. Cooking, yeah, yeah, she's cooking, and then Todd comes. This is a cool scene. It, it's a. It yeah. is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I yeah, think. this is where we we kind of find out an appreciation for Todd. Because, yeah, um, yeah. Todd actually, believe it or not, has a pretty funny, a pretty funny line where we find out that Todd doesn't have a great father either. Right? Yeah, and yeah. You had, find a lot about you. But you he, learn about Todd. He's too. had brothers who's kind of helped him come along, you know, which clearly Gary doesn't have. But he, it's funny. I can't remember what he says, but he's like, they'll give you. They'll get, you have to have a license to fish. You have to have a license to drive, but they'll let any butthole become a father. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so and he clearly has like some kind of chagrin against his own father. And then he's, he knows the importance of like a, a male figure. Yeah. And, and, and like uh, Gary's life. And I, I think, I think this is, this is really the scene 
where the relationship between Helen and Todd changes. Exactly. Uh, because I, I don't know specifically, but I th- this is probably, if you want to say, this is where Todd no longer is that Todd and right. become Todd. Because throughout the movie, and we don't have to get, there's a lot of scenes and details that we didn't really actually cover, but there's a few times where she's referring to Todd and she calls him that Todd throughout the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, because yeah, even Julie says, why do you always call him that, that Todd? Todd? Yeah, because yeah. I think she's cooking with uh, Karen or Susan and one of the, at the birthday party and she's like, oh, he's, she's still with that Todd. You know, it's just, and you, you and I kind of like chuckle at it because it's funny that she doesn't yeah. let go of that Todd. But you're right, it's a, this is a kind of a good moment where she kind of, lets down her guard with Todd mm-hmm. sees that Todd is he has another dimension to him and he's willing to do what it is, whatever it is to help out the family because he truly like, I mean, he truly loves Julie. He wants to be with Julie and he wants, he respects the family that he's living under and he wants to help out Gary. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Gary's just a normal, he's basically just a normal kid going through puberty. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, we won't go into detail, but Todd comes back with information and basically says that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, right, right. I guess that part, but uh, just his. No, oh, whatever. It's fine. But I think this is also I think I think it's a relatable moment for you and I, too. I think you also said as well, because I had a sister who was like six years older than me. And I always kind of looked in whenever she'd have boyfriend like she had a, like a pretty steady boyfriend like yeah. in high school. And when he'd come over, I'd looked up that guy and I thought he, yeah, he was, and it was the same way for he me. He was a cool dude and he just was like, it was cool to interact with them and it was always a positive experience. Yeah. And, I mean, I clearly thought it was kind of cool, you know? So I was like, I kind of related to that because like I, I kind of had that same scenario when I was a kid. Yeah. So, I, I, it was the same thing with me, you know, a sister that was uh, eight years older than me. And so her boyfriends were like, Oh, there was a cool, cool older guy. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, I think I told you like the one that she ended up marrying, you know, they were pretty young, you know, she was only 20, I think when they got married or 1920. And so, uh, but yeah, I, I think I, whenever I would watch this movie growing up that I kind of related those two to my sister, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, my, who ended up being my brother-in-law, you know, he was not, he wasn't like that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it was a little more mat- mature and right. uh, and responsible than the. I would Todd, say my but... sister's boyfriends weren't. They're more like, the Todd, <laughs> but... you know. But as a as a kid, though, yeah, as a kid, you know, I, I didn't, didn't care. Know, I, as a kid, I didn't know yeah. really that much. If, when I stopped to think about, it, I didn't know that much about them. Uh, you know, personally, outside yeah. of what they showed me, you right. know, as a child. You know, so. Um, but the bonding does help, right? Because then we see kind of Gary kind of coming out of the show a little bit more. Yeah. He's a little more talk. He gets more lines throughout the film. Mm-hmm. And uh, so definitely that's works. And it gives Helen some kind of um, relief as far as like, you know. Yeah. Not like you said, she thought maybe Gary was doing something even more severe. And come to find out it's not. It's just he's just going through the stages in life that sometimes maybe a father figure or a male figure is more apt to help you know, Gary, I do find it funny though, that, um, that she never, Helen never actually asks, or maybe she asks, but he, but she never finds out where he actually goes. I mean, it makes sense because he's got a TV VCR in his room. Yeah. Uh, but he he like takes the bag, maybe leaves the house and he's going to go see his porn dealer. I don't know. He's he's, he's dealing with snuff films. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You get any more wet and wild. So, and then Joaquin is in the movie 
eight millimeter. Oh, is later it? on? I've never seen this film. Oh, oh, right, you're oh. right. I've only seen parts of it. But okay, yeah, yeah, I know you. But about. yeah, he's in. We gotta watch this. And he maybe he's Gary. He, oh my, my goodness. goodness! Okay, we're gonna watch it now. Wow, I thought, that's a that's a that's a Nick Cage film, right? That is a Nick Cage yeah. film. <laughs> Who, what, where? So, okay it's actually a pretty decent nick cage performance really i mean all of nick cage's performance are they're decent. all decent and amazing have you ever seen gone in 60 seconds i like gone in 60 seconds yeah, no, who doesn't it's like eight thousand cars you can just drill over <laughs> um actually i like it for all the car parts but the plot was kind of weak but you know anyways um <laughs> it's got my guy timothy oliphant in it yeah i like timmy Oliphant. Oliphant. Timmy O. Timmy O. Yeah. That's, Jersey, that's why I call him now. Jersey Girl Next Door. He plays yes. like that. Yeah. He's hilarious, that film. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's good. It's, so, we see this kind of, we go from a low to a high-ish, you know. Mm. And um, somewhere in here, I mean, this is not really pertinent, but it's another kind of like a low part of the dramedy. We see that Nathan, like Susan and Nathan kind of like have like a, she's starting to realize that Nathan is like the helicopter parent, you know. <sighs> Yeah, and he's not uh, because they were planning a trip to Mexico. That's what it is. They're trying to plan a trip to Mexico, and he's like, "No, I can't be away from Patty. We'll just get her another room." Yeah, they're and, gonna bring her with. Them. Yeah, and then she made a joke like, you know, <laughs> as a well. And what's funny about that is that I think originally that that was the idea was they were gonna go to Mexico just the two of them. Yeah, and then when it was brought up about Patty staying with Gil, Gil. <laughs> yeah, it, he didn't like the idea. That that influence uh, would be young and Patty, yeah, because yeah, then she'd be wearing a bucket and running her head into the wall. That's like <laughs> yes, we can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so at, at that point, they separate for a small time, right? Like this. Like, yeah, you know, they like, do eventually she's separate. Like, eh, yeah. She like walks away. She's like, "I'm leaving you," and he's like, "You're what?" Like she has to tell him through cue cards. Uh, well, and it it it's it's even more than that because we get to we get a, a scene. I guess after like the the Mexico thing the Mexico talk or discussion. And then earlier in the film, we, we jumped, we jumped over this, but earlier in the film, they talked about, they, they, they've been power eating what they call, you know? And so they're, they're planning out like all their meals. Uh, so they're on this super special diet yeah. and this kind of thing. And then after the Mexico talk, that's right. That's right. You know, how our Susan goes and she's in the bottom of her closet. Into, she's got a, in the really cool, like 1980s, like yep, mirror, mirror doors, yeah, so mirror sliding door. Slide, yeah. like, Whoa. You know, like, that's right. We had that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, she, like, and she's got a box of she's in her leotard from just working out snacks. Or yeah. And, and, and she know, pulls out two boxes of host Debbie hostess. Cake, yeah. You know? Yeah. And she goes with like the little chocolate one. Man. I know. I know. That's, that's a, a good choice. choice. It yeah. was a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. We just said that. In <laughs> Brought to you by a little Debbie. <laughs> I believe they're hostess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're delicious. But so. Uh, yeah. So there's that. And then um, they get into a fight. We see, we cut to a scene and there's uh, water dripping through a diaphragm. Oh, yes. And oh, he says some funny things here, though. But yeah, he's angry at her. He's angry at her because she, he accuses out. her of poking a Sabotaging hole. the yeah. diaphragm. Yeah, because, because uh, they were wanting to. Be very strategic with having the child. Yeah, yeah. yeah that Patty he needed like five oh, years between sips. Yeah, and at <laughs> at least you know, five or years. just have one. One and, child. And just yeah. have like studies show 
right. that, you know, it's either one or five years between sibs. Yeah. She's like, would, they're not sibs, they're children. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to see the, the, the this study yeah he was dropping some, he was dropping like some yeah some statistics and studies because yeah. he doesn't want to disrupt his very controlled yes parenting right for patty and yeah. so he was very upset yeah you're absolutely right because she did she sabotaged her her diaphragm so that maybe they'd get pregnant you mm -hmm. know and have another child you yeah know? and he was which not, i i'm on hand though i'm like you know, you're not, you don't seem that happy with this, how things are going with this first one so far. I, it, she's taking a risk, isn't she? By like, yeah. Throwing a thunder one in there. Yeah. Like, or do you think, well, you, you're just going to overwhelm. And somehow. you bring up a good point. Um, but I think there's a lot of people, I mean, I don't know. This is kind of you in your mind, logistically. I mean, logically, I think that's a pretty good, I agree with you that, that logic, but I mean, again, uh, were men and I can't speak for women. I think sometimes women have a different way of thinking and they're like, Oh yeah. So the first one might not be so great, but let's try a second one. And now maybe we'll bring us all closer. Right. You know, that's, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. that's sometimes, and I, I can't speak for women, but sometimes maybe that's what they feel, you know, in their minds. And, um, I'm going to probably get killed for saying that, but <laughs> you know, I'm just saying sometimes, you know, people, speak, we've gotten canceled yeah, four so, episodes in. Just, <laughs> yeah. We can cut this out. But I'm just thinking they, sometimes people are emotional. I'm just trying to justify her reason. No, I, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. She just emotionally thought, you know, this would be a good thing to bring our family together. So, yeah. Or maybe she thought, all right, well, he's already like got his claws into Patty. I'll get one for myself. Or maybe that's <laughs> that, that could be the case too. So. Yeah. Which that's not a really a great attitude to have either. Yeah. You know? So, but <laughs> it's interesting. So yeah. So she has to go and break up with him by just like, Hey, I want to show you something. And she gives him index cards where he's just reading because he, he can't understand. And like, yeah. Yeah. And she plays it off. Like these are going to be cards that they're going to show to Patty. You yeah. Because he's like, doing I, like flashcards. And he's whatever. reading, he's reading like, I am breaking, I am leaving you. Yeah, it's like, like uh, you're, the, you're you're leaving me. And she's like, these are yes. really remedial. I, I think she's way beyond these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was funny. But there's also a good scene, um, another high with uh, with Steve Martin, um, which is kind of a rewarding scene for him. But uh, which is also very funny. But it's a, I guess Kevin's birthday party. The birthday party scene. Yeah. This is a really big big scene. It's a big scene. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, I guess Kevin wants. Cowboy Dan. Cowboy Dan, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know who Cowboy Dan is. Well, that well, when she when they were talking about the planning of the birthday party earlier, you know, and uh, Kevin's all excited and he says, Can we get Cowboy Dan? And he's like, Who? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Cowboy Dan. He was at I'm making up a name, Billy's birthday party. And yeah. And so they agree they're gonna Cowboy Dan, the uh the uh animal balloon making cowboy, cowboy or whatever entertainer yeah, yeah. and so there's a guy with a horse and you're like where's cowboy dan is that him and like no that's just the chump who brought the horse <laughs> <laughs> and so there's a bunch of kids that's getting rowdy and um and walks like a uh a woman yeah a, yeah a yeah woman performer if you will um who's clearly like got mixed up with cowboy dan from yeah. playmate entertainment playtime playtime entertainment yeah me, playtime yeah. entertainment yeah <laughs> playmate it would be more appropriate yeah that's 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 her, her, her second job her her, uh, <laughs> her profession so she uh was supposed to go to the lodge um cowboy down with the lodge yeah it's, which is a very funny thing <laughs> where she where she's on the phone and so she hangs up she said all right well it seems there's a mistake you know 
I got we picked up each other's cards. I came here, Cowboy Dan went to the lodge, and so but I'll be going now and say, What, what where's Cowboy Dan? What about Cowboy Dan? Yeah. Oh, well, there's like 50 guys looking for me, and then like Cowboy Dan, yeah, up. like Cowboy Dan's like, Oh, well, when he showed up there, they they beat him, like, dearly, yeah, he's not gonna be able to make it. So, like, you know, uh, Steve Gill was like, What? and so then we see uh, Steve Martin put on classic Steve Martin, and he's out there. With like the uh, bath rug as like chaps, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's wearing a cowboy hat, two two sizes too small, mm-hmm. and he kind of goes through like a funny scene to get the kids yeah. riled up, you know. And uh, like, I'm cowboy Gill, <laughs> Gills and guilty. <laughs> <laughs> he's like first starts off like. I shot a hole and I got this big. Yeah, no, it's no. like like about a quarter size. It's like matter of fact. It was this big. Nah. Okay, okay. I sh- I th- now I think about it. It was this big. Yay! And the kids are all of a sudden like, <laughs> and then he spilled out his guts and all. This. <laughs> it was guts all over the floor, and I started slipping <laughs> on his guts. <laughs> People walking by started. They start slipping, slipping on his guts. guts. <laughs> you know, the whole time the kids are like, ah, this is hilarious. He's like, you know, when I'm not putting holes in bad guys and. Slipping on her goods. <laughs> a lot to make animal balloons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he, he pulls out the balloons, blows it up, and it's like, <laughs> and he's making something. He's going on and on. And they're like, what is he doing? Yeah. He's like, he's like, Your lower intestines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he starts, and he kind of wins the day with a uh, water gun fight. Yeah. And, they and he's all fight. over. He's on top of the house. He's chasing them and whatever. And then at the end, he gets on the horse and he says goodbye. Yeah. And uh, they're like, even like his um, his wife was like, are you sure you want to do this? You're going to hurt yourself. And he's like, no, nah, man, I'm going to hand this. I'm going to do it. Goes off in the sunset. The horse jumps like a hedge and he falls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets back up and they're like, yeah. And he's like, and he's like, he's like wincing away towards the horse. So it's pretty funny. But, you know, at the, at, at the end, like you could tell it was a will, a huge win for him. And yeah. um, Kevin is like now idolizing his dad. And yeah. he's like, uh, he says something really nice to his dad at the end. He's like, um, what does he say? Something about like, can I see you every day or can I? Yeah. He yeah. says he wants to work where he works. Yeah. He wants so to work where he works so he can day. see him every day. And like, yeah. as a dad, you like, you hear your son say that. That is like such a win and such a warm feeling. You know? So this right. is a huge high for, for Gil, you know? So that was just a funny scene. And, funny um it was just it was entertaining all, all around so yeah. you know it's a good, yeah it's 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 a very pivotal scene i think yeah it's a good scene especially with um his uh str- you know struggles with you know with kevin so, right so and then yeah. um i feel like after that though things sort of kind of mm, calm down a little bit like with them right yeah yeah, yeah. i don't until yeah. like maybe the the lost the retainer thing at the, the yeah restaurant. he loses the retainer and he gets a little yeah, frustrated and he freaks about out it. he freaks or out the, and yeah. then they're in the back they're down there like digging through the dirt then he's having more like anxiety about like you know and she's like what do you think like just being a cowboy for one day was gonna fix everything you know so yeah it's back to like wait you know it's just you're still father you still gotta you still gotta manage the lows yeah i think know? it's i think it's probably a, a a common thing that that occurs if you know you get that one winning moment and then it's so big that that you you think oh well this is the one thing that's going to solve the whole 
whatever else is going on, you know, but really it's just, yeah, you can, you just kind of take it. I don't know. You kind of have to, you take one. This uh, is what makes this film real, right? Because like in most films, they let these big, they like, you would end it on something like that. Right. Right. Oh yeah. He's an awesome dad. He did a great thing, but no, they took it. Then it, yeah, it gives you a high, then takes you back to yeah. like another low. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So then we see, then it gets kind of low because we see Larry, right? Larry's back in the picture. <sighs> yeah, we see yeah. Him like, um, at, he's like parking his dad's car back, or he's like putting it back. Yeah, dad. Dad goes out to work on the car, and yeah. the car's gone. And yeah. He immediately knows what's, yeah. what's happened. Yeah. And then he comes back. Well, uh, well, I think before. For that, there's also there's a scene where um, Cool and Frank Frank is taking Cool out to look at the car. Yeah, and then suddenly there's a car that comes around the corner in the neighborhood, <laughs> and Larry is, is thrown out of the car. Yeah, thrown. Yeah, yeah. He, he like does a barrel roll. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. and that's when that's that's. Frank's probably first indication. Right. Cause we didn't really bring this up. Yeah. Like this is not like these guys aren't the, the best. Of yeah. Cause guys. he says, Oh, they're oh, just my friends. Yeah. You friends know, usually so stop. stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Larry just sort of tries to he plays blow it off. off. Yeah. yeah he plays it's it like off. no big deal. He uses the, uh, uh, hyperbole, you know, like all oh, these guys are my friends. It's fine. Yeah. What have you. He blows it yeah. off. But yeah. So the car's gone. He comes back with Larry, like, parking it back right yeah and he's like what are you doing what's going on i was like dad i was just gonna get it appraised for you, you know, yeah he, he can't he he has a he has a real hard time with the truth yeah he's like i was just gonna appraise for it i just need to get all the documents together what what what, what dad what and he's like mm-hmm. you're gonna sell it you know and i guess this is where we did we find this is where larry's in some trouble for like 26 large yeah uh yeah yeah because he he asks him he tells him how much and that's he doesn't even he's not even forthright really right away he you know frank has to really press him on it he asked him about the three thousand that he gave him at the beginning uh and then we find out that he took that to the track yeah. thinking he was going to you know cover his losses grow that money somehow yeah. and probably just put him in greater debt yeah yeah and, and so it, now he's in deep yeah and, and he's guys, saying these guys are going to kill him and with pain him. With pain, yeah, yeah. they're so, not kill me with pain. It's gonna be with pain. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this is serious. So it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not like a normal kill. It's not, gonna be yeah, like not a, a, not a painless kill. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a painful kill. So, um, anyways, uh, so we see that like Larry is definitely in some deep doo doo, and uh, Frank's enabling is kind yeah. of got him in this, in this hole. You know? Yeah, and and Frank doesn't, Frank doesn't really know what to do yeah. with this. I mean, he, I think. And I guess Larry doesn't want to come right out and ask him for help. Um, definitely not that much money, but yeah, it's, it, but he was willing to steal his car and pawn you know, it. Yeah. And pawn it. Yeah. And so it's just, I don't know. But then, but like I said, Frank is starting to like realize that Larry, and which I think we, we see this, soon because for, he starts to see that, that Larry's got is not the ideal person that he thinks he is. And he starts to see himself in this scenario, right. in this situation. He mm-hmm. sees, he's starting to recognize these are traits that I have. And so I think you, you really realize that when, when Frank goes to talk to Gil, 
because he seeks out Gil's advice on what to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this is where Gil and him have a kind of a heart to heart, like for the first time. And he's, he, uh, Frank tells Gil that, like, you're never going to stop worrying about your kids. There is no, he says, like, it's a pretty good scene. Like, there is no finish line. There is no end, end goal. It's like always going to be there. Yeah. So you're just always going to worry about your kids. And, um, you know, you, he's like, you worry too much, you know? And, um, and Gil is kind of like, you know, I think you, I think you need to cut. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what Gil tells him about Larry, but it's more like Frank telling Gil to relax. You know, quit being such a worry wart. You know, he's like, I'm 64 years old, and is what he says to to Gil, and he's like, I still worry about you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which is, I guess, is a big thing for him to admit because yeah. he doesn't act like he worries. Yeah, and yeah, up to this point, Gil probably thinks that oh, our, our dad. My dad doesn't care at all. Care at all about us. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of gives him like that extra little wrinkle that, oh man, maybe my dad is. Yeah. Does maybe care to some, some extent. Yeah. Yeah. He's like an ogre. Yeah. He's got layers. Yeah. Like an onion. Yeah. There you go. Shrek. <laughs> yeah, I see Shrek. I like that <laughs> reference. So yeah, so that's, uh, you see that happen. Um, hmm. Well, to finish off the, 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 the Larry Frank situation though, <clears throat> Frank, he does say that he is, can help and, and give him the money. And, um, so they have a meeting and to tell him, Hey, this is, this is your, the plan. I will give you the money. We'll pay him off monthly. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They will, they will agree to take, a monthly amount. Yeah. And then while doing that, Larry has to agree to work for Frank to learn the business, to learn the business and plumbing supplies or something like mm-hmm. that. Right. And, uh, and that's the deal. Yeah. And that's the only way he's going to help him. Yeah. And Larry is like, okay, okay. But, but I had this great, I, it's not, this I just, just was talking to a guy down yeah. in, Buenos Aires, Peru or, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I, this is a, a good deal. I think we should. I think I should do it. Yeah, I think. How about? Hear me out. How about? Yeah. I go down there, couple months, see how it goes. If it works out, yep. great. If not, I'll come back, and then it's the Frank Buckman plan in action. Yeah, how's and, that sound? And he's like, how's that? And then Frank just agrees to it, yep. he's like, okay. knowing yeah. that he's not going to see his son again yeah which is a hard thing to to really i don't know to admit to himself yeah because later on when you realize that he is that larry has basically abandoned cool his son which you kind of forget is even there yeah because the he says what are you gonna do with what are you gonna what about cool and yeah he's like, oh, like, oh yeah, yeah right. wait yeah it's not really a really good travel for cool yeah. yeah, yeah. So he doesn't say great. like, "Can you take care of?" Him? He just says like, "You know what?" He just leaves it like that. It's very he, it's, yeah, he's very like, I don't know. He's just really bad. At, I mean, not he, bad. yeah, and he's not going to come right out. And no, ask. he's not going to come out and ask. But he's just like, yeah, you know, it's not really a a good yeah. So it makes scenario. it seem like that somebody has offered him something rather yeah. than him asking. For yeah, something. and so that then the dad's like, "Well, we'll take care of him." Like, oh yeah, that'd be great, Dad. You know, yeah, like he doesn't. Yeah, right. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be the person who says, I need you to take care of him. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hey, parents. Trying to plan your kid's special birthday, but you don't want a bunch of bored nine-year-olds? Then let Playtime Entertainment help. Here at Playtime, we have a variety of talented performers that will show your guests the time of their lives. Entertainers for all ages, such as Sonic Boom, The Passes Metal Live, Duke Galaxy, The Space Renegade, Cowboy Dan, The Fastest Gun in the West, or his nemesis, Cowboy Gill, The Most Feared Outlaw in the West. Also, we can provide entertainers for those more adult gatherings. Birthdays, office parties, bachelor parties, whatever your need is, we have the entertainer. Isn't that right, Cowboy Gill? That's right, buckaroos. This is Cowboy Gill. I'm the most feared outlaw in the West. After blowing a hole through somebody and slipping around on their guts, I like to make balloon animals. Yippee-ki-yi-yi-hi! So, let Playtime Entertainment make your party the most epic bash it can be. Yeah, so Larry just walks out the door. He's gone. He's cool with Frank. Yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, then we uh we go back to um to Gil at some point. Um and this might have happened before or after, I can't remember, but you know, um maybe this is definitely after the um the losing his retainer incident, but Kevin has another high. It's a funny it's actually kind of a funny scene where mm-hmm. um it's like their last game or something like that. And they yeah. have lost, they haven't won a game, but they're all I got to do is get this out. Yeah. And, uh, Clint Howard's character who plays Matt's dad, who's the best kid on the team. He's like, I don't care what you do. Next pop fly, you get out there, you catch it, you do it. You got to do whatever you do to win this yeah. game. You know? <laughs> and so the kid hits the By ball. the way, that's not how you play baseball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause yeah, I think Matt's like first baseman. Yeah. He's first yeah, base. Yeah, yeah. He's just supposed to run out to take over whatever position. Second, yeah. Whatever position. What's he going to do? Wait, what is he going to go to middle midfield? I mean, well, it looked like Kevin was playing outfield playing. I guess he's playing right field. Yeah. Did, right. Maybe he was playing or right he, No, well, no, Kevin was second baseman, remember? Well, he was, he was second baseman. Dem- you're right. He got demoted to like, yeah, maybe outfield. Yeah, because he was originally an outfielder. Yeah. So I'm, ass- I'm assuming since Matt was at first base yeah. and it went to the, it was playing right field. Yeah. So here we go again. And um, the ball f- pops up and Matt's like on it, you know? Yeah. And then Kevin sees it and he's like just standing with the, you know, like he's going to catch it. They collide. Uh, yeah, the ball almost get hits the ground, but, but Kevin, Kevin was able to str- outstretch his hand and grab the ball. Mm-hmm. They win their first game. You see, Gil like lose his mind, yeah. <laughs> which is a really funny, <laughs> like excited run, yeah, like, he's sort like dancing, of dance thing. Yeah. He's like laughing. He's on the ground, like ah, he's hilarious. And he goes home. He's telling, he's telling Karen, and I think Karen does this one. Karen brings up that they're uh... no, no, okay, that's much later. So Gil quits his job. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Gil quits his Boy, job. Boy, yeah, yeah. there's a lot that goes on in this movie. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to it's keep. It's kind of it. yeah, it's kind of over. But yeah, you're right. Gil quits his job. He's like, you know, because yeah, they've after like uh, they told him to do what he needed to do to bring in new business because he brought in four new clients. He's been yeah. busting his tail, and even though there's new clients, they're not going to make him partner. And that's when he's like, you know what? In your face, yeah. I'm out. In your that's, face, Dave. Yeah, in your face, Dave. Yep. And he finally quits his job. Yeah. And after he quits his job, he realizes that uh, Karen's like, do you think you could uh, go back and ask? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get your job back. Yeah. And, and he's he, like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. He's not. That, that, it's another uh, 
another scene of like uh, letting your emotions <laughs> get get the better of you. <laughs> it's think things through. Yeah, be a little cool headed. Yeah, but uh, which is not always easy. Trust me, especially it, when things happen to you right on the spot. Sometimes you want to just react in a moment. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, Karen's like, yeah, basically saying we're expecting another child, and he was. He was kind of fl- flabbergasted by that. Right. You know? And he, they kind of had like another, this was kind of an argument between Karen and Kill. And yeah. Kind of first real argument between them two. Yeah. And so that's kind of left in the dust, you know. Um, we don't know, you know, he's just stressed about it, you know. And then he mentions, I guess, that some, some scenario where he's able to get the job back um, a little bit later on. I don't, I can't remember what. Happened. He does get his job yeah, back. He gets yeah. his job back. Yeah. With more pay. Yeah, I think doesn't the stuff with uh Phil not work out or somehow? Something, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't work out, so he gets his he gets his his job back. So that's and it, but they can tell they're still they're kind of rift. There's still like a rift between them because he really he was he he let his anxiety get the best of him and kind of like upset Karen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and then back to Helen. Isn't there like a, another breakup between the young love? Uh, oh, yeah. Julie so, finds- yeah. So this is the second scene that, that I was saying yeah. earlier about uh, the, the race, the drag racing and the painting thing. So Julie finds Todd's racing helmet in the trunk of the car. Yeah. Um, and comes inside into the house, confronts him about it, throws the, the helmet at him. And, um, you know, they get into a fight. And I don't remember one of them leaves and Gary, Gary's there too. Yeah. Gary's like, what is it with the women of this family? Yeah. You're always <laughs> making the men leave. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> so that's delivers the line. That's a, uh, it's a big, it's a big accusation there, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I guess in a way there's some truth to it, but and people are also responsible for their own decisions. So that's true. They are <laughs> um, like Larry. But then after that, do we go to the actual racing scene? I think they do. They chase him down and yeah, see the race and they're yeah. Gary's working the pits or somehow. Yeah, I don't know, I, where. I don't like, know yeah, what his know. Uh, like, his so qualifications are. Like, everything looks good. It's running right. But yeah, he's like in a ju- he's like in a fire suit with a hat <laughs> yes. and everything. He's ready to roll. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what he was going to do. Yeah, he was actually like practicing to be on a pit crew. Yeah, pit crew of day school or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but maybe those videos were for all the other guys. And he oh, like, that's yeah. right. And they, he, that was the that was the the trading he yeah, was doing. He yeah. was trading these for drag racing videos. That's probably what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we see uh, newcomer Todd Higgins drag racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Julie is there, and Helen's there, and I guess they try to stop him, but or right. No, I think he's just. They're just going to let him do it. Yeah, he's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but they're still there because they care, whatever. Yeah, they want to see how he does, you know. Um, And not well. Yeah. He (laughs) he takes off and he basically wrecks the car. He wrecks it. Yeah. Like pretty quick. And everybody loses their mind. They run over to him. Yeah. They like pull him out of the car and he's like, did I win? Yes. <laughs> Which seemed like the only thing that Keanu Reeves would say. Didn't really yeah. care. Yeah. He didn't care about it. And they were able, he was able to be intact. And it's kind of another moment of like, oh, clarity, like, hey, family matters. And like, she's like, you're going to be a part of my family. I'm going to take care of you. You, 
you're important to my family. And yeah. And it's, there's a, something else that, uh, that goes on here. So Helen is, yeah, is that what you're saying about Helen tells about your part of my family and I care and all mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And so, and she gives Julie this, um, pep talk or whatever about, Hey, you know, you need to be there for him and you need to help him and you two need to help each other and all this kind of thing. And, you know, trying to build, build in the, the sense of commitment that should exist between the two of them. And then, you know, they seem like they're, they're back together. And then as they're walking away from the scene, Gary says, well, that was really great. What you said back there. You yeah, know? exactly. And, and it's sort of, you know, Helen's like, but pretty much says, oh, well, they're probably not going to make it. I'm going to give them like two months. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give them like however much time. He said, well, but you don't think they're going to make it? Well, why would you say all that? You know? Yeah. And it's like, cause you just want what your kids want. Yeah. You know? She's like, exactly. That's what she says. She's like, I want what my kids want. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I want to give them whatever I can, you know, whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. Which, not a really, yeah, I mean, if you really dig really, into the deep that you, you can find some flaws, but not that. really solid advice. <laughs> no, um, but I no. mean, I see what you're trying to do. Like, yeah. It's a mother who wants the best for her. Yeah. Kids. I think yeah. you could probably take it too. Yeah. as like the Julie and Todd, they've made a, their decision already. They've got, they've gone down a path and the best she can do at this point is to help them on the path that they are on now. And then, Support them in any way you can. Yeah. She's but... going to be a grandmother. I don't think we brought that up. But, uh, oh, yeah. That came yeah. up, too. Because remember, she goes out to, She goes out to dinner. She goes out. That's what. This is when they break up, right? Because she's going out with uh, Gary's science teacher. Oh, right. Yeah, and they come Oh, that Because that's when it all happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, he, they, he's walking her back to the house, the science teacher. I don't remember his name. So... Um, with Helen. and like, uh, yeah, as they walk in, it's like a really awkward situation because he's brand new to learning it and all, and they're having this argument, you know. And mm-hmm. and this is where she finds out that they're pregnant, or Julie's pregnant with Todd's baby. And yeah, she goes to the science teacher. She's like, I'm a grandmother. I'm I'm too young to be grandma. Grandmothers knit and do laundry and blah blah blah. I'm too young to be a grandmother, you know. <laughs> so and um, but yeah, so we find out that uh. So that's where they, the breakup happens. And then, yeah, they kind of get back together after the near death experience that Todd's ha- Todd has uh, while wrecking. Well, look, like a very expensive funny car. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I would assume so. I I don't, I don't know. Like, his brother might be pretty things. upset about that. I mean, I well, he's like, I wrecked my brother's car. Yeah, like, that's okay. We'll get that cleaned up. <laughs> and somebody said, Hey, you think you can come back and do that again yeah. next weekend? <laughs> the crowd really loved it. Yeah, we love like crashed. Stuff. Man, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. He's like, like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But um, so, yeah, yeah, you're right. That was kind of a weird scene where because it's just her and Gary walking together and she's just saying, I want what you guys want. You know, I want to give you what you want to give. But I think what it boils down to is she's a mom, single mom struggling, you know, and she wants to do the she wants. Like you said, I think you actually said it really well. You you know, they've definitely carved their own path and she's just going to support them any way she can in the path that they've carved for themselves. Yeah. So. I mean, that doesn't mean she has to necessarily agree and right. think it's the path that they're on is the right best path, path or yeah. the best path, yeah. but you know, try to salvage what you can. Yeah. So she's kind of learning and kind of giving and kind of, kind of give and take there as where she is in her, her status as a mom. Right. Right. Yeah. 
then we see Nathan go and, uh, you know, he goes to Susan's like school mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, he's going to get her back. Yeah. It's going to change. He's not going to be the uh, dominate, dominating, controlling <laughs> yes. uh, husband slash. Uh, yeah, he, he's he really wants to try to win back Susan. He sings yeah. like the Kermit, Frog, Kermit the Frog song in front of his class. Why do birds suddenly appear every, every time? You, you are near. And he drops with like more lyric, more verses that I'd never heard of. I was like, oh, he knows the whole song. So I also he, know that song from an episode of The Simpsons. Uh, I just think of Kermit. <laughs> but I, I know what you mean. Though, yeah. Yes. And uh, she's like, you're embarrassing. Stop, Nathan. You know, but I guess she, he woos her back. Yeah. And he the, keeps uh, it going. He keeps yeah, it going. He yeah. doesn't give up. Yeah. And so they, I guess, reconnect um, mm-hmm. and moves back in. So that's really kind yeah, of yeah. This is like where we're we're tying up all the all yeah. the stories. We're not bit. really getting yeah. And then, um, it's, who else? We already saw what Larry did. Larry's just like yeah, Larry. Larry. So he, yeah, we're tied up with we he got gone tying up. And then um, yeah, I guess um, a real pivotal or overarching scene is, is Grandma, right? Grandma, Grandma yeah. coming in, coming in, dropping yeah, some wisdom yeah, on Gil yeah, and Karen. Use a baseball reference. He she's the cleanup hitter. Bases are loaded. She's ready to hit the grand slam. Hit the grand slam. Yeah, in the game. Get all the runners back on. <laughs> get get her all all the runners home. Yeah. So she she's just like randomly like I guess they're arguing or I don't yeah. Know, I think Gil's kind of having another stress out moment, like stressing out about something. Yeah. And then she says her lines, which is the most lines she says throughout the whole film. I mean, yeah. She says a couple of small things here, like the you know that remind me of my grandfather. But she basically says, you know, when I was a kid. Or, you know, when we were young and we were dating, we went to, you know, I guess we would ride, we'd go to a carnival or something, uh, or maybe yeah. a fair, and we'd ride the roller coaster. And I really preferred, I really preferred the roller coaster because there was, even, there were, we would go up and down, up and down, mm-hmm. even though the highs sometimes were scary and the lows were sometimes frightening. I really enjoyed every moment of it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would just get on the, other people would prefer the merry-go-round, but it was just bland. It was just, you're just, just going around and around in circles. Yeah, not, there's nothing, no changes. Nothing, yeah, nothing changes and you don't feel, you don't feel anything different. You just got the same. Whereas the roller coaster, you know, there was times it was kind of boring. There's times where it was really amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of poetic. It was. Like, and but of course, Gil is like, well, stupid grandma coming in with like, stupid roller coaster story Here yeah yeah like and he, and karen's like well this that's the really great advice yeah you know? he's like it was beyond guilt because he's too like self-absorbed with all of his anxiety yeah. and yeah karen, like breaks it down like look you know you that's this is what life is as a parent you know it's mm-hmm. gonna be highs and there's gonna be lows and then that that plays out when they go to uh the play uh at the daughter's school the daughter's taylor's, daughter, taylor's taylor, and, yeah and uh, seven of dwarves or something yeah like it yeah. looks like snow white and uh yeah, she's dopey yeah and so she's on stage and justin doesn't like what's going on on stage and he runs the youngest, up there yeah, he's yeah. Like, leave, leave my sister leave alone, my alone. <laughs> and, like they completely lose control of them which is totally i've seen it happen all the time you know when you have you know a lot of kids yeah some of them slip through the cracks and, and they do what they want to do yeah yeah and so gil he he's sort of like you know, he's trying to stop it, but he doesn't know what's, what's going it, yeah. to do. And yeah. then somebody says something to him like they're ruining it. And then that he triggers his anxiety and you yeah. get this whole like he's envisioning being on a roller coaster, you know, and it's like, oh, gosh, no, we're going up too highs, too lows. Yeah, and it's, yeah, too, yeah. it's too much. It's too much. 
And then when he kind of comes out of that, he sees everybody's laughing like and, it, and and it's funny. Cause hilarity ensues on, on the, uh, yeah. On and stage. so then the crowd, the, the audience is no longer upset. They're laughing. And you, it's just like that moment of like, oh, you know, sometimes instead of being anxious about something, try to find a way to find, to laugh at that. Yeah. Find the laughter. Yeah. Yeah. Find, find the humor in it. Yeah. And they're all laughing. Everybody thinks it's hilarious. And Justin's running around, like knocking over the set and like Mm -hmm. there's teachers chasing after him and people are just falling over. And it's a really funny scene. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it it encapsulates the whole thing for him. Yeah. And it kind of gives, yeah, you're right. I guess it gives Gil a little clarity that like, look, man, um, I need this kind of take his dad's advice and stop worrying about everything. And, you know, it's just going to, this is parenthood, you know, yeah. this is going to be, it's going to be some ups and downs, you know, and we just, I just need to embrace the ups and embrace the downs. Yeah. So. Man. I'm going to rename this dear Mike and Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, um, and then we see kind of the, the ending, right. Um, maybe a couple of months later, we see somebody's having a baby, right? Yeah. We don't know who yeah. it is. Yeah. Because we're told about multiple pregnancies and right. The, so Kim's yeah. going to have a baby. Joy's going to have a baby. And so, you know, um, yeah. And then we show maybe up. Nathan and Susan's going to have another. Yeah. One, so we know. show up at the hospital and there's the waiting area. Yeah. Uh, well, there, no, we, there's, show up at the hospital in the delivery room. You don't see who's actually delivering, who's having a baby. Yeah. You don't see except a hand of a guy, you know, helping with that. Right. Um, and then you start seeing all the characters. Yeah. Yeah. And then somebody goes out to the waiting area and you see all the characters, but then you see the ones that you think it could be. Yeah. Karen and Gil and they have their baby. You see, uh, Julie and, and Julie Todd, Todd have theirs. Todd has an immaculate mane of hair now. Anyway. Yeah, it kind of looks like a wig, like, honestly. Yeah, it's definitely a wig. <laughs> and they got their baby. You know, and look, I can't recall. Did Nathan and Susan have a second one? Or I don't know. Maybe they stuck so. with number one. Yeah, yeah, Nathan couldn't let go. Stephen <laughs> hasn't been five years. You know, they introduced a new sib. Maybe. Um, <laughs> and then they run out, and the guy's like, "It's." A girl. Or, it's a girl. Yeah. yeah, and it's the science teacher. <laughs> yeah, so clearly. Uh, Helen and uh, the science teacher have a now or not a pair, and yeah, she that happened quick. Yeah, that happened quick, and and she's now a mother of three, I guess. Yeah. So, but you know, yeah, and she had and she has a daughter and grandchild that are all both the same age. Yeah, and yeah, that's kind of weird, but you know, whatever. It's parenthood. Yeah. You know? So, and, like, like I think, I think, what. My wife walked in and was like, is this Father the Bride? And I was like, no, but it's like Father it's the like, Bride part two. <laughs> it's like pretty much the same ending. ending. Yeah, same ending. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I was trying to think of what else we were. But yeah, so Sorry. they all have children, right? And um, yeah. it kind of ends. Oh, Frank's there. And he's like lighting cigars with everybody. Oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So yes. Frank's there. Uh, the mom, which, you know, it's kind of funny. The mom was so, like you said, she's kind of in the background. She's more just kind of a, just there. You know, at one point, I think in the film, I was like, is she the maid? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know who she was. You're like, you're like no, that's the mom. I was like, wait, what? I mean, she's just such a bystander. Like, she's so. Beautiful. Yeah. I don't know if they, if they, yeah, there was some she, version of this yeah, that, that she could have had a bigger she role. She came out and she's like, don't you want to play with cool? And she's like, I'm talking to Larry. Yeah. Oh, she yeah, tries. Yeah, she tries to yeah, insert yeah, herself yeah. in some of the, the like, conversations. She, she's the maid. Is she the caretaker, the old, older lady? But no, it yeah. was definitely the mother. And I guess grandma yeah. was there. So, yeah, it kind of wraps up in a nice little neatly way. And um, yeah, kind of very 
father bride ish because doesn't he have a child with his kid yeah so yeah, yeah he, they have a child and their daughter has a child yeah. that always happens at the same time i always liked uh martin short and uh, yeah he's yeah. funny it's funny missile and missile bombs yes this is like anyways that's a different steve martin movie but so we kind of wrap it up and everyone has children it was kind of a and kind of a fun scene but that's kind of kind of how they end the movie um but i think it is a really it's a fun film you know i mean kind of how we started you know it's it's got steve martin so if you like steve martin i think you'd appreciate this film yeah um it's not like a wall-to-wall comedy but it has a lot of good it's very it's very ron howard you know yeah it's very just funny in parts and in some serious parts and overall but i mean i would give it a I give it a definitely a, a fun. I'd say watch it. It's a fun movie to yeah. watch. It yeah. stands, like you said, it stands the test of time. Mm-hmm. Um, people, people of all ages can enjoy it and find it entertaining. And right. and I think everyone did a great job as far as the actors to play the roles really, really well. Yeah, right. there's. This is a very. Mm, well, like I said, I've seen this many times, and I really, I've always really liked this movie. Uh, but there's, there's nothing about this movie that that turns you off about anything or just says, I don't know. There's like something safe's the right word, but I really, I mean, I, yeah. there, yeah, there's everything about it is there's nothing offensive or like, yeah, right. Off. And there was, there wasn't even part, there wasn't parts in the movies where it was to me. I don't know. There wasn't parts where it was lowing. Like, I was like, Oh, this is like, Oh, this, you know, it's a very, it's a very steady film. Yeah. And I think that's what, because you have, you're dealing with like four siblings, each with their own like parent skills or less. Parent. Mm-hmm. Actually, you're actually dealing with generational parents. And then you're also dealing with like mainly the siblings. So yeah. there's like always a story and there's always moving parts and there's different dynamics of how to, how parents parent, you know? So it gives you, it gives you the couple with three kids. It gives you the divorce, a mother. It gives you the, why the playboy who just assumed, assumed adopted the kid and then it gives you the very you know two just a one one child scenario with yeah. the overbearing dad so i think i think it was just yeah it was entertaining and it kept it it kept you on your feet mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's a good film i liked i liked parenthood yeah very fond memories and re-watching it it, it all came back and I, I still appreciate it today right um so as far as steve martin goes i mean I was I was thinking about like like I said at the very beginning, like Steve Martin was like my one of my favorites at this time, you know, and I'm like Oh. I'm just trying to do my Steve Martin. I love Steve Martin. But, um, <laughs> but like the jerk. I always like the, the jerk. jerk is classic, yeah. Yeah. Um Man with Two Brains. Yeah. Did you ever see um just the lonely guy? <coughs> Uh, I think so. I think this I is a funny. It. That's a very funny movie too. I believe it's uh Steve Martin and it's Charles Grodin. But I th- I would argue that Grodin was even funnier in the film than Steve Martin. Mm. And it's this this is a scene where this is a movie I just really loved Charles Grodin. Um and um, but yeah, it's a good one too. I love uh Steve Martin. It's a good Steve Martin film. Um, but he did a lot of funny things, man. Um. He also played. Uh, he did a little shop with Rick Moranis. He plays the dentist. Yeah, classic. Yeah, classic movie. Classic. I think. I think my brother played that part 
uh, and little shop. In oh, high really? School. Yes. That's super lucky. That's a that's a fun part of it. <laughs> I mean, I, I always imagine if I did a musical, I'd like to be the dentist. You know, though, though, in that uh, oh, mama. that's uh, the scene with with he and um, Bill Murray. The Bill, Bill Murray. The, yeah, uh, Bill Murray's like all into getting yeah, like his teeth. Yeah, the, the like, whole masochist on. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's very funny. But yeah, and then Roxanne. Roxanne. Roxanne that's a great movie. Yeah, I love yeah. that one. Um, yeah, he, he was just he was just headlining a lot of good stuff. Of course, Three Amigos. Oh yeah, which you've got three of the comedy geniuses all in one film right there. That's true. That's true. Um, Dusty Bottoms. Yeah, Ned, Ned Needlelander. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What was uh his, was it Satchel Lucky Day Lucky Day that's right Lucky Day yeah that was a good one man um he but this was a good film too for him you know um planes trains and automobiles oh I love planes trains love and automobiles. that movie yes yeah so and then he did some early he did some later early nineties stuff that was still pretty funny I think around Bullfinger is where it kind of got like he kind of started kind of losing yeah his his stuff and, yeah a little bit yeah a little bit now he now he does music yeah he does. i've seen him i saw uh like maybe a couple four or five years ago i saw his like comedy tour that he does with martin short and that was really funny. oh yeah that was really really funny but it's like he's just doing it in front of audiences mm-hmm. they're going there, like to like theaters and he's theaters. in he's in that show uh murders in the building with steve martin, uh, uh, yeah, martin short Kristen's i watched it but i have well, uh, i think i watched it we watched like the first season i think which we thought it was Funny. I, yeah, I thought it was all right. We didn't, but we didn't. I'm a huge Martin to... Short fan too. Oh, I love Martin I Short as well. Appreciate Martin Short. So, you know um, what Martin Short movie I really like? Three Fugitives. Three Fugitives. Three Fugitives. It's got uh, he and Nick Nolte. Okay. And he plays Martin Short plays. Uh, well, Nick Nolte plays a a bank robber who has just been gotten out of prison. He's okay. on parole, and he immediately goes to a bank to rob it no just to actually deposit deposit. some money and open an account and he is dropped off by james earl jones who plays a this detective or whatever that like put send him to prison right and while he's there martin short shows up to rob the bank okay and he takes nick nolte as hostage Mm. and they go on the run and it's It's martin short's trying to do like do all this for his daughter and all this kind of thing. So okay. there's like a lot of it's very funny. Check uh, but then there's like some like heartfelt stuff in it too. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Steve Martin, you're right. That's a good one. And he mm-hmm. was he just couldn't miss. And uh, he uh, I mean, he he was probably the headliner. But I mean, I think everyone in this film. did a great. Job. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this. He is the headliner. I mean, he's on the movie poster and stuff. Yeah. But I think Diane Weist is the co-lead yeah if you I, would, say. I would say i feel so, like yeah. she got just as much she screen, time, screen as, time as and steve martin did you really felt i felt she did a great job as this role and i felt for her oh yeah and yeah kind of enjoyed it and she brought a lot of comedy too when she mm-hmm. delivered her lines and um i don't know again they all did really really well um keanu made his impression yeah <laughs> and, uh, he was he was really good at that and uh yeah it's just overall an entertaining I, film yeah i think keanu because he's obviously the biggest like movie star out of like from this movie today. Well, you wouldn't say Joaquin is pretty big. Uh, not what you would consider like a movie star. I mean, definitely the, the most you're seeing the movie, um, celebrated, I guess 
critically so okay yeah but, i guess he is he's super well known yeah, yeah. but you mean, you've got but you, yeah you got the matrix stuff you got john wick now and john what john wick is that bubba yaga bubba yaga <laughs> uh yeah so but but keanu has like a bit a fairly small role you know still early in his career but I remember that film. I remember him in Parenthood. Like, yeah, you know, when yeah. Like, I, I, that's what that's what I'm saying. It's like I think we, he's the he's the lasting memory for a lot of people. Well, when we discussed watching Parenthood after we watched Animal House, to, you know, with the Tom Holch yeah um, connection, I was like, I haven't seen it in so long, but I definitely remember like Keanu's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was like, made a lasting impression on me. So. Yeah. All right. All right, so this is Movie Chat with Mike and Pat. And thank you for listening to us babble on and on about... Uh, Cover about the, you know, the uh, 1989 film Parenthood. Parenthood, Starring yeah. Steve Martin and Diane Weist. Yep, and some other directed by players. Ron Howard. We went with this whole time. We didn't actually really talk about Ron Howard. We didn't. We just brought up that he cast his dad and his brother. Which yeah, I, was I mean, Ron Howard is like a big deal big name yeah he did a lot of good <laughs> yes. a lot of good stuff yeah yeah uh, but uh, that is weird that we didn't even talk <laughs> well how, well as much as as much of his catalog i'm sure we'll have another opportunity to uh gush yeah. over ron howard yeah uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, it's, but it's just strange we didn't even mention ron howard <laughs> just very briefly i think yeah. right so i think we said clint howard more than i said we said ron howard so wow i mean it's exciting when clint howard shows up right? yeah it is it is <laughs> Though so that's that is the telltale sign of a Ron Howard movie when Clint Clint shows up. Clinch. <laughs> uh oh, and this is a Ron Howard movie. I just saw Clint yeah. Howard. You do nothing else, yeah. but you saw Clint Howard. You know that guy. Oh. Yeah, so we well, you know what though? Here's one. He is not just in Ron Howard's movies because he's in a uh, Tango and Cash. Okay. All right, that's not a Ron Howard movie. <laughs> that is a Kurt Russell movie. That is a Kurt With Russell. With Slash Stallone. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should check it out. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Have I've you not seen Tango and Cash? Yeah, I've seen it. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a good film. I was getting worried there. Really? No. It's Tango and it. Cash. Yeah, it's been a while, but I've seen it. Tango and Cash. Yeah. Cash and Tango. That's it's, my Jack Palance. It's a very, uh, it's a very buddy comedy movie. Yeah. <laughs> cop buddy cop movie. Buddy. Right. buddy cop movie cop movie yeah movie. yeah i guess it is it a comedy yeah it's a comedy i actually get that film sometimes crossed with um the other film where i think it's sliced alone and charlie sheen and um this doesn't exist you sure uh charlie sheen and maybe Stallone. it's charlie sheen so i'm sorry i get that film mixed up with charlie sheen and clint eastwood oh the rookie, the rookie. yeah the rookie yeah. yeah yeah but i, I know what you mean yeah is that the one with um, but Tango and Cash? That's the one where like uh, Terry is his sister. Terry, and, yeah, and Terry Kurt Hatcher. Russell, yeah, yeah, falls in love with. Yeah, he has a kind of like yeah, sort of yeah. But I like yeah, but I get those movies often mixed up. I don't know why, but yeah, in my head, I get them kind of similar. It's got Robert Zadar in it. Yeah, I love Robert Zadar. Yeah, yeah Maniac Cop himself. Yeah, um, I always thought he looked like a like a broader, tougher like uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I'll pull up a picture and you're like, whoa, it looks like Freddie Mercury on steroids. So fascinating. Yeah, I'll pull up a picture. But uh, anyways, okay, I think we need to stop this yeah, right we now. Stop. We just totally ruined this outro. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Uh, so 
again, this is Parenthood uh, with Movie Chat, Mike, and Pat. And we want to, again, let everybody know we are on Spotify, we're on Amazon, we are Amazon Music, we're on Apple Podcasts. So subscribe, Please. share, like. Tell us what you think. Just be nice to us yeah, in general. Enjoy. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> enjoy it. So yeah. I hope you guys have learned some life lessons. That's right. That's yeah. what we really want to bring. Yeah, we really want to make sure you learn some yeah. life lessons from we're, we're, we're wanting everybody to just be better parents. Be better parents. <laughs> All right. Thanks. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Love to see you smile.